Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. the truth what is going on ladies and gentlemen we are back with another episode we missed friday so uh it's good to be back now it is good to be back it is another great week in uh clown world oh total fucking clown world dude um every day that goes by the more and more i hate our government the more and more i hate it's all just so tiresome everything <laughs> is so fucking i hate tiresome. the people in our the, you know what makes us hate the government is the people in the government because they're all just fucking horrible people. I don't even care who they are anymore. I tell everybody, if you're donating to people on a monthly basis, just cut your donations off. Just stop giving them money. Fuck them all. I'm tired of them. All of them. It, 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 is, uh, it is just so ridiculous what is going on, and I can't wait for this government to shut down. Uh, and we'll talk about the Speaker of the House situation in a little bit. We'll talk about Jebba Ellis. We'll talk about everything that's going on. There's just... Can everyone, so can, can ever just people in the chat just let us know that our audio is good? Just let us know that you can hear us. We just want to yeah, make we, sure. We were having some weird audio issues before the. I just saw someone just ask what happened. I just want to make sure that people can hear us. Just someone in the chat. Wow. I see Gulfstream and Justine J in there. Yeah. Okay, good. Yep. All right, good. All right, cool. Thank yeah. You. Jeff's telling you get fucked. Jonathan Allen's telling you get fucked. I love it, dude. 
I love when you guys come and tell Alan to get fucked. Keep nothing, it coming. Keep it coming. Nothing makes me happier. And while you're um, at it, hit the thumbs up. Don't be a fed. Yeah, don't be a fucking fed. If you, go to Alan's page if you're watching on my show, hit the thumbs up. Go to my page if you're watching Alan's show, hit the thumbs up. It really helps us tickle the algorithm. But man, Alan, it's been it's been quite a, a weekend for me. I got to go see Wu Tang and Nas on Saturday. It was a great show. They gave a shout out to your boy Biz Marquis and Rizzo was like how talking about how Biz uh, helped them so much. It was just a, an awesome, awesome show. They played all the classics. It was a great fucking time, but also on Saturday. So uh, I recently uh, got my felony expunged, Alan, and I recently purchased a, a lot of good that did for you. New firearms because <laughs> I lost all the other ones in Lake Mead. Remember? So I purchased yes. a new one and I am so fucking pissed off with our government and everything that's going on. Uh, it's just a complete shit show. So I went not this past Friday, but the Friday before, before our Friday, our last memes of the week. And I filled out my Nick's paperwork. I filled out all my background check stuff, handed it to the guy. And out in Nevada, it usually only takes a day or two. Mm-hmm. It usually doesn't take long since the China virus. They just, they just stopped, uh, um, taking phone calls and they only accept facts on COVID they, they, they just told everybody to get fucked. Uh, we're not going to like they're living in a fucking cave yeah. fax machine. It used to take 10 minutes pre pre China virus. And now it, it takes a day or two because they won't answer any phone calls. So he faxes everything in and, uh, uh, I call him and usually it takes a day or two. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday goes by. I haven't heard anything. I call him Wednesday. I'm like, Hey, listen, Larry, I know it's out of your control. You have no control over this, but have you heard anything? He's like, Oh, yeah, I heard something. They put it on a three day hold. He goes, uh, he goes, if I don't hear anything by, by Saturday, I can give it to you. It can be released to you. I said, awesome. Uh, he goes, if they call earlier, I can release it Thursday or Friday. If they call Thursday or Friday, I, I can release it. I said, all right, cool. I'll, I'll look forward to your call. I expected it to get it on Saturday. I was like, they're probably checking my back, my, my expungement, all that shit on that three day hold just to see what's going on. Saturday comes around. I call up Larry. I'm like, yo, dude, uh, can we make an appointment? I'm going to come by, pick it up. He goes, yeah, you're good. Come by, pick it up. I grab it. I'm super excited. I got my fucking first legal firearm purchase. I'm pumped. <laughs> so I'm you thought. fucking pumped. I go home. It's Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get to go to the range and try it out. I didn't get to really do anything with it. Uh, it just sat in the case and I got to, you know, handle it for a little bit, hold it in my hands. And it was nice. Uh, and I got the, the P365 SAS uh, on the recommendation of our good friend uh, and uh, retired special for Delta forces, uh, Dick punch. He told me to get the P365 SAS. I got to use his while he was out here. I love the site. It was really, really cool. It has that cool fiber optic yeah. site inside the slide. It was, it's really, really nice. Um, and I was super excited to use, it. I didn't like the, the slide release at all. I was already looking to replace it. Uh, but other than that, the pistol was fantastic. I was super excited about it. Sunday. I watched, watch football. It was great. I fucked off. I told everybody to get fucked and turned off my phone and watched football. Enjoyed myself. Didn't go shooting. Monday comes around Monday morning. I'm getting my day started, you know, going through all my emails, everything. I get a phone call from Larry. Larry's like, Hey James, listen, uh, I've never had had this happen before. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I just got uh, a notice saying that you've been denied on your background check. Denied. You denied. fucking MAGA insurrectionist. 
And he's like, listen, James, I've never had this happen to me before. I've never seen this before. You know, usually if there's a denial, they'll tell me within that three day hold. And then I won't even release the gun. Like this has never happened. I've never seen this, but here's, here's what we got to do. He goes, either you have two options. He goes, you could bring it to me. I can hold on to it until we get this resolved. Or if you can't get it resolved, I can help you sell it. Or maybe we can return it to the buyer on gun broker. Um, or, or you can hold on to it, and then the ATF will come to your house with a warrant <laughs> and confiscate it. Bear cats and all. So I sat there, and I weighed my options, and I was like, man, it'd be really fun to just have the ATF. Like, if I had money to blow and I just didn't care about the money I spent on the pistol, uh, I'd, I'd fuck with them. Like, you know, just have them come to the house just yeah. because. But um, Soon enough. I'm not in that situation. I'm a independent journalist. I gave up my sales career to do this. Um, but so I brought it over to, to, to my guy, Larry, and I dropped it off to him. And now it's uh, they're making me jump through hoops to try to figure this out. Now I'm hoping it's because uh, for whatever reason, New Jersey took more than seven months to put in my felony record into the system and my expungement into the system. And that's why it's coming back to denied. But now I'm getting fucking sent through all these loopholes to try to, there are these, these, these hula hoops to fucking get them the proper information to show that it was expunged. And it's, I've been on the phone all fucking day. I can't get any of the information that I need. Larry is completely clueless on what to do. I have no idea where to go. I am so fucked, dude. And I'm, I just hate our government. They all suck. Uh, I just wish they'd all get fired. Let's shut down the entire thing and say, fuck it. What really happened was they were just about ready to, to approve the whole thing. And then somebody was doing a search and said, Hey, look at this show. Like we, the people radio. Oh, look at this show. Freedom Friday. Look at these guys. Yeah. yeah interviewing Stuart Rhodes and interviewing oh. fucking Chris Worrell. We got fucking Jeremy Brown coming on on Friday. He's calling in from prison. Uh, you know, one of the biggest threats to the government. He's coming to hang out with us. Uh, no, we, it, it, can't, we, we can't have these guys have firearms or at least buy any more firearms. We can't. We, no, if we, that was the case, they'd fucking raid. They would have raided me a long time ago. Well, listen, I, I, I've I've spoken to a lot of people. I'm actually already in touch with Dick Heller's team. Worst case scenario, I got to sue the federal government. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm ready to rock. Like I'm I'm going to go balls to the wall. I'm going to fight this. But I hope it doesn't come to that case, because the reality of the situation is if I do have to sue the federal government because I they, I got denied because I'm on a watch list, not because of they didn't put in the, my expungement into the system. Um it will be a big pain in the ass. I'm going to be in this for years. Like uh, it'll be two years before I see a courtroom uh, another year before it's all litigated and done. By the time I'm able to legally purchase a firearm, um, I'll, I'll be almost 40. Um, what we might be able to do, because that would also take a lot of money. We might be able to, to contact Jenna Ellis and see if we could borrow some of the $216,000 that she um, raised or gives and go to plead guilty. Um, <laughs> two months after getting charged <laughs> oh you know that's right buck fighting uh was it today that owen schroyer showed up had to go to jail today the 24th i think he had to surrender himself so i think it was so i saw owen's last broadcast and i had the opportunity to spend some time with owen when he was out in vegas Really solid dude. Like, it, you know, I've been watching Owen for years. I was watching Alex Jones since 04. And when Owen came on from sports broadcasting, um, you know, and, you know, doing his, 
his interviews, street interviews, like he was fucking awesome. He was yeah. always great on, on Alex Jones. And, uh, you know, I'm very critical of Alex Jones and, uh, you know, his true intentions, but at the same time, you know, I got the opportunity to hang out with Owen, have some drinks with him. Um, you know, dude's fun. He's a really, really cool dude. I texted him after his final, uh, broadcast. I said, listen, dude, I appreciate, um, I just want to thank you uh, for, for everything that you do. I appreciate you standing up to these tyrants, regardless of the consequences, even though all you said was 1776, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, but it, it, the fact of the matter is, even if you uh, hate InfoWars, even if you hate Owen Schroyer, even if you hate what they're doing, um, he's being put in prison for speech. The only thing I, I, I and I, I think Owen Schroyer is great. I do. I just think it the one stupid move he did was prior to this when he went to a congressional hearing and interrupted the congressional hearing and they grabbed him and detained him and they made him as part of they were going to arrest him then this is a like a year or so I think maybe two years within two years before January sixth mm-hmm. um he signed an agreement as part of um I guess. Uh, conditional agreement when they when he was arrested that he could not petition rally or protest anywhere on capital grounds ever again and they um that's what they got him on as far as like jailing him it sounds like and I don't know who thought that was a great idea to allow him to sign that. That was stupid. That that was stupid. And if he hadn't signed that agreement before January 6th, I don't think – I mean, listen, the guy's doing, what, 60 days in jail? Is it 60 or 90? Yeah, 60, I believe. 60 days in jail. I'm going to tell you something. The 60 days in jail will benefit him. As an experience, it will benefit him. I mean, and he's doing Fed time. It'll It'll benefit him. Oh, it's much different than than state or county. Like, like county. Like, if I if I went to county for my weed charge, it would have been twenty three one lights on twenty four seven. Like, you don't get any yard time. Federal, it's like you go play tennis with the boys. Uh, (laughs) You know, it is what it is. Consider it a break from um, reality a little bit. No question. No question. No question. But he shouldn't be facing the he shouldn't be going to jail for this. It's ridiculous that he is. Uh, It's really unfortunate. And I agree. I think it's going to benefit him bigly. Like he's almost like a martyr um, doing this. But 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 the sad thing is, um, you know, he's been uh, a very loyal employee of InfoWars. You know, he was there because of his job. And they're not going to, they're not, they haven't helped him with any legal defense and they're not going to help him. They're not going to pay him. They're going to cut his salary off while he's in prison. Which, oh, the, the, the InfoWars is not paying him at all. Is that a fact? fact? He went on his last broadcast and said that. Yeah. That's interesting. I want, uh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. InfoWars is not, not paying. And, you know, he said he spoke to Alex and he understands, uh, but he's not getting paid. Um, I think OwenShroyer.com is his website if you want to buy some merch. So uh, I'm actually going to put it in my chat if you want to share. You could also write him a letter in prison. Hold on. This was uh, Jack Posobiec had, had uh, posted it earlier. I just threw the link to Jack Posobiec's tweet um, with uh, right to Owen Schroyer with his address. I just threw it in my chat with his jail address. I believe he's in a federal prison in uh, Louisiana if I saw it right. Uh, hold on. 
uh, Oakdale, Louisiana, it looks like, the uh, FCI Oakdale 1 Federal Correctional Institution, P.O. Box 5000, Oakdale, Louisiana, 71463. Jonathan Owen Schroyer, and then it has his, uh, I guess, his uh, inmate number. And uh, you I, can write. You can write to him. If you dude, we had a lot, chat, we had a lot of fun. It was me. It was me. Owen, Sal Greco, his boy Rob, um, and we were hanging out in Vegas. And Owen was just he was just a solid dude. You know, he was fucking trying to pick up some girls, and we were having a good time, man. It was it was a fun time. Um, and I I got a ton I got a ton of respect for Owen. Uh, and uh, you know it's cool it's cool when you meet a guy or meet somebody, um, that you've watched for years. Cause we've been doing this for so long and I've met so many people in this yeah. space or in media and they're just pieces of shit. They're a fake. They're not real. They're not authentic. Mm-hmm. Like Owen was the same person on air as he was off air. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about him. Like he was cool as fuck on Like just the same, same guy. We were talking about all the stuff that's going on. You know, he couldn't talk about his case for obvious reasons. Sure. Uh, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't partake in any micro dosing for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he, he, he was just, he was just, uh, a, a real dude. And I had a ton of respect for him, uh, after we hung out, uh, you know, I, I met him once before I got to interview him, uh, previously, but, and I haven't even, I've never even released that interview. Um, but he he was just as authentic as it gets and i respect yeah. the, the fuck out of that knowing all these people in this space how fake they are how uh disingenuous they are and, and how all they care about is themselves their what they're and doing money. Like, it, and it money. comes no, down he, to he, money what i loved about owen as well you could genuinely see that he cared about what's going on to this country he genuinely gave a shit about the tyranny he genuinely cared about what's going on uh in the united states and, and the corruption that's going on it wasn't a, it, it wasn't a facade. I think a lot of people that um know I think a lot of people start out as really truly caring and wanting to get the message out, but then there comes a point where a lot of people succumb to if they become popular and they their following takes off and things like that, that they they lose sight of what's important of the messaging of why they started doing what yes. they're doing. And yes. then it's all about the money and who can sponsor me and who yep. can do this and who can do that for me. Yep. I mean, you can still do all of that as long as you're still genuine and real to the cause of 100%. why you started. A hundred percent. I'm okay with all of these people making money and monetizing, right? I I have no problem with it. It's just, it's just when they, when they, when they are doing that as primary and everything else is secondary and they're flip flopping and they're wishy-washy because they have to be wishy-washy in the direction of where they're going to get the most money and the most views and the most support. Well, this person has a huge following and it's, it's, it's just stupid. And and a and a lot of and a lot of people um, will take any sponsors the highest bidder. Uh, they don't care what it is. They you know as long as it fits what they're talking about and fits into their niche, uh, they'll take any sponsors because they're paying. Uh, sure. it's, it's really unfortunate. I mean, we've 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 had paying sponsors on this show, and they were great sponsors, but they were all things that we believed in. Um, I would never sponsor anything that I don't truly believe in. Or I yeah. true, or I use myself. Like even when we were doing, like I don't, I, I I'm not a big fan to, to to be quite frank of the my pillow pillows. They're okay. 
They're mm-hmm. not like the best pillows in the world, but I fucking yeah. lo- love their slippers. Those those my pillow slippers are fucking awesome. So I'll talk about those. I'm not gonna sell slang pillows uh, and be a hel- humble pillow farmer with Mike Lindell because I, I it's on my bed. Don't get me wrong, I got a my pillow on my yeah. bed, but it's like I a have sl- a I have a coat. I don't even use it. I use it for a little it's, while, and it's you know, a, as far as promoting it. It's a it's a secondary it's a secondary yeah. pillow. Like it's not something that I'm actively promoting because. Uh, you know, I don't really use the products that I use the slippers all the fucking time. I, I think everyone that. should save their money instead of buying pillows from Mike Lindell and they should save all their money and go to mypatriotcigars.com and buy cigars from my company because yeah, no, no, no question. And, better, I, and, and, I, and I say, I say all of the time, Alan, I say, oh, no, but seriously, I say all of the time, I'm no cigar aficionado. I'm not an avid cigar smoker. But I'll smoke a st- I'll smoke a stick from time to time, uh, especially if they're around. Like if someone's like, "Yo, you want to smoke a cigar?" I'm I'm gonna say yes a hundred percent of the time. Um, but I'm not like you who who knows cigars inside and out. What's a good cigar? What makes a good cigar? I'm more that's that's weed for me. Yeah. But when I smoke, I've smoked a fair share of cigars. I've had Cubans. I've had uh, some some really really nice cigars. Uh, but. When I smoke yours, especially the Mark 48, it is a light cigar. I could smoke that all day. Like I truly enjoy it. And this is why when when, when we promote my Patriot cigars, it's not because just because you're my co-host. Like when when I when I have sticks on me, I'm smoking them. Uh, you know, it, it, they're they're a great product. Yeah, I definitely didn't. I, I did not start a cigar company to sell shit cigars. That is for sure. I, I don't sell lumpy cigars either, like uh, Mike Lindell's lumpy pillows. <laughs> he went off on someone. That's I know. This, I know. It's so it's, it's called so his fucking great. lumpy, wasn't it's it? So in the deposition great. or something like that. Real quick, before we move off of Owen Schroyer, I do want to give a shout out to one of our regulars, Buck Fiden. Uh, he's doing some great edits. He's I, I found it. He's doing those edits himself. Yes. Uh, for, for Owen Schroyer. Uh, so go check out his Twitter. I think he just posted one in your chat. Uh, go check out his Twitter and share all of his work. It's fantastic. He's doing unbelievable work. Uh, so check out our man, Buck Fiden, who's in the chat regularly. Much respect, dude. And keep tagging us. We'll keep sharing. He's in the, he's in the chat every morning. Every morning. Oh, he's, he's a fucking legend. I, I, he's a fuck, it's funny. He, 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 he met, he DMs me. He goes, cause I'm the, I'm the worst with tw- Twitter DMs, especially Twitter DMs. I'm the fucking worst with them. Uh, and uh he dm'd me he's like uh he goes i shared your link he goes i only share your link and Infowars and stuff like yeah. i don't share anything else but your link and Infowars." and i was like bro you're a legend he goes why am i a legend i'm like because you fucking shared our link dude i appreciate you but no it, it, I, you're also a legend because of the work that you're putting in the fight man you're 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 actively even with you know uh a smaller account you're you're putting in the work and you're grinding man and i i appreciate everything that you're doing so go check out my man buck fighter and give him a follow he's doing great work yeah, throw your throw your Twitter in the. Uh, he's in my chat. Throw your Twitter and uh, and link in my chat. Buck Fiden. Um, I know your but, real name, but I won't say it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got to get on a call with him tomorrow. Um, uh, and Jonathan Allen reached out. He wants me to help him build a podcast. Shout out to my man Jonathan Allen. I'm gonna help him fucking oh, make right. a dope ass no, show. He, he had sent uh, he had sent a mess. He ordered cigars. Big cigar guy. And he, he sent an, uh, a message about that, and I wrote it down, and I meant to Jonathan Allen, if you're in one of the chats, I was going to email you about that, about the uh, the podcast shit that you wanted to do. I think it's a great idea. Oh, I think it's an awesome idea. I agree. I, 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 I And I, I'm definitely glad to help. I, again, I'm the worst. Like, DMs, like, I get so, especially on Instagram, I get so many on Instagram. 
that like I'll be doing something and I'll look at my DMs real quick. I'll see the recent ones. And then by the time I get to it, it's like fucking 30 people down. Uh, and I totally forget about that DM. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a space cadet. Um, <laughs> I forget things easily. It's another, word for a, it's another word for a retard. Yeah. Just, an, just <laughs> another word for, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm kind of retarded, but uh, we got a lot going on, Alan. Not only is the government fucking me on a daily basis, but they're fucking everybody. Everybody uh, gets fucked. Everybody's Equally. you get fucked. You get fucked. Everybody, everybody. gets fucked. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, it's all over the place, dude. I don't even know where to begin right now. There's just so much going on, and it's just fucking driving me up a wall. You know uh, what? I'm I'm to the point where I don't even care anymore. I just I want I want the government to shut down and collapse. I want them to go <laughs> to the extreme where they just cannot. They they miss the deadline next month to fund the government, and we just go in. I I've been saying it for for the last two months. I want a massive government shutdown through the new year. I, I would tell you it. something. For the the person that says, but none of our military will get paid. I I've I've spoken to quite a few of our are uh, military members that I know and speak to regularly. They don't, they don't care. They, they don't care as long as it's not funding wars. Like these people so, don't want to go to war. No, they don't. They and, do not want to go to war. You know, I, I just, we need, we need a giant government shakeup. It's, it's, I'm it's telling you right over. now, we are um, in tremendous trouble when it comes to, um, elections across the board in 2024 the, the way the way the republican party is now they're basically um there's there's right now it's like there's in my opinion there's no shot of retaining a majority in the house for republicans in 24 none not the way they're acting not the way they're at each other's throats not the way the uniparty and the establishment cocksuckers are uh, are are uh, acting and um, well that's expected just, from them well, I mean, listen, I mean, they're, they're, they tried to get Tom Emmer in today and that didn't work. And I think the longer this is delayed, the better. I love that they can't vote. They can't decide on somebody uh, for multiple reasons. Well, now it's down to six. And uh, yep, it's down to six. But at the, at, 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 at the same time, uh, I really think like really think about this, dude. And uh, we spoke about it when um, Hamas invaded Israel. Okay. Uh, more like got let in, got let into Israel, and they did nothing. However, they, they got in and they killed people. I don't care. They got yeah. in. They got in with uh, fucking go karts and parachutes, whatever. And Israel let them in. Um, whatever. <laughs> but uh, it's not a coincidence that two days before that happened, Kevin McCarthy gets ousted. One, one for the financial reasons of funding Ukraine. Even though Joey Bagadonis spoke today about how we need to continue to fund Ukraine uh, to help them fight against Putin. Uh, Russia man bad, uh, but Putin, who's who's supposedly sitting in intensive care after having a I think was was a heavy uh, a heart attack on Sunday. They resuscitated him in there. The Kremlin's worried he might die. Yeah, uh, so I don't buy any of it. I don't fucking buy anything. Nothing that they're selling me do I buy. Uh, nothing, nothing that they're telling me. They've already been caught lying about bullshit stories like the forty fucking babies. Um, fuck all of these people. Fuck all of them. Um, but. It's not a coincidence with the funding. You know, we're now transferring funding from funding Ukraine to funding Israel, which is another word of money laundering. 
But more importantly, more importantly, I, I truly believe this, Alan. If Kevin McCarthy was still the speaker, even if we had anybody as a speaker at this point, a uh, declaration of war would be being drafted and we'd be getting ready to actually declare war through Congress, send it to the president. And that would already be happening, especially if Kevin McCarthy was the speaker. But I think anybody else, like I think the fact that we don't have a speaker right now is a major reason as to why we are not declaring war. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I think, I think a lot of people are um, not willing to go down that route, but who knows as far as the funding. Well, one, one of the big things I know they're going back and forth with behind closed doors is the, and and I believe all of them are in agreement as speaker is the single issue spending bills, because what they really are, one of the things they're fighting on is not ha- allowing this lump um, funding of a hundred billion dollars, which would give uh, 60 billion to Ukraine, 10 billion to Israel and 30 billion to Taiwan. Yep. Now, or towards it anyway, whatever the funding might be, when it, when it, whenever shit pops off. Now, remember, Israel's not even asking for money. They're not asking for a dime. They get their $3.6 million, a billion dollars on auto pay now for the next five years, and they're not asking for any money. And it was said to me by a member of Congress is they're just, it's, it's like a placeholder. Like, they know Israel's not asking for money, but people, the, they can get the American people to support funding Israel over Ukraine and then being able to give Ukraine that large $60 billion that supposedly would end up being the one and done payment. But it's... Um, sure, sure. Uh, it, it, listen, we, they don't... They don't even know what they're doing for a speaker for right now. I mean, it's 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 no, insanity. A hundred percent, and that that goes back to my point. Like, I really think that the reason why we have have not declared war yet um, is because there is no speaker. Um, I don't think, I think we're go. I don't think we're going to declare war ourselves until something major, major happens. Um, well, we're, we're we're sending all of the warships. I think that was a major major th- event happening. I think what no, happened. I mean, then- I mean, like a like a, a an, an attack. You know, like where the conception of of us sending warships into the Mediterranean that thinks that these people who are willing to die for their religious ideologies, these goat fuckers, are going to intimidate them. It's not. As a matter of fact, all it's doing is antagonizing them because there's nothing more that they would love than to kill Americans. And that's why you're seeing attacks on American bases or bases where Americans are in Syria and other places now. I said it when it happened, Alan. I said, we've been fighting these goat fuckers for most of my life. Absolutely. A a large majority of my life. And we've had all of this equipment, if, if not better equipment, because our military has been depleted greatly. And then we left $80 billion worth of equipment uh, in Afghanistan that they're now using against us. Um, it's um, it's not a coincidence that these goat fuckers are using this against us. It's happened by design. They wanted this to happen. There's a reason why Joey Bagadonis is saying we don't have ammo. And it, there's they, they weren't intimidated by the things that we had previously. Like we were drone striking the fuck out of them. Obama literally would drop an, a drone strike every 16 seconds. Yeah. 
But uh, you also realize that the the military industrial complex has not been activated like they're being activated now with all military contracts. I mean, of course, there's always something happening with them, but we have not had a war or an, a war involvement or conflict involvement in what, what for going on five years, whatever it is. Right. Yep. And uh, until now, and we left all of our equipment in Afghanistan. We like you said, we have a president talking about, we don't have enough ammo to give to Ukraine. We're giving all of this money and military equipment to Ukraine. And we've weakened everything where, now, okay, everybody get their defense stocks uh, in order because now is the time the military contracts are going to come out because yep. it's also a major election year, and that's on multiple fronts. It's an election year where Joe Biden wants to be a wartime president, right? And Not only does he want to be a wartime president, I think he wants to try to delay the election. Yeah, which I, I don't think he's good. They're, they're going to allow him to do, but he – and I, they're I've, allowing him to do whatever the fuck he wants. Dude. They're, literally, I've, they're not going to allow him to do that. I've said this before even this whole Israel fucking goat fucker thing popped off was they need a war. Mm -hmm. And my thing was going to be the Ukraine-Russia war is they need a war in a desperate attempt to, to retain power, to keep yes. power, the Democrats. 100%. Joe Biden has always wanted to be – a wartime president. I mean, it, it, that's a fact. Joe Biden that. is not. That's not even Joe Biden, dude. That's Whatever. Like, <laughs> I just, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm just let 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 us let's just talk like it's 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 reality for a minute. What I'm saying is, the way I wish, Democrats, you, I wish it was I the wish. way Democrats would like to keep power is be heavily entrenched in a war because wartime presidents historically do not lose elections. That's something else that they could hold on to in the hopes that they can get maybe not even Joe Biden, but whatever Democrat may run in his place. If they're not going to just go full blown fucktard and run him again. I'm, I'm going to kill Jeff in the chat right now. Redneck renegade. I'm going to fucking punch him in the mouth when I see him. If I ever get to meet him in person, he just texted me because we're talking about Joey bag of donuts declaring yeah. war. Yeah. He goes, dude, I just saw this. I heard Joe Biden did declare war and it was like a San Fran Chronicle article. And I clicked it. I open it up and it's these old guys just blowing each other. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Ne never, never click on random links. Oh, Lori well, in my well, chat wants to know is why is James wearing a jersey with no shirt underneath? Is he where is he warming up for a game? What's happening? I will tell you this. It's Vegas. Um, it's fucking warm out. Yeah, I said this. I said this to my I said this to my wife. Uh, last night, I don't know what the hell we were watching. I don't know what the fuck it was. And someone was on doing a show somewhere and they were wearing a tank top. And I'm like, like a tank top. And I go, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, the whole fucking tank top thing for me, it drives me fucking crazy. Bro, it's fucking 85 degrees here. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, it's fucking hot. Like, I, I literally only wear a shirt when I leave, like, when I have to go somewhere. Like in the house, I'm shirtless all of the time. Like it's so fucking hot. What do you want me to do? I'm gonna turn the air conditioner on. Lorian's anti-tank. Anti I am anti too. I know I'm tank top all day. I am a tank. I, I, I hate tank tops. I'm a tank top guy all day. I hate them. Because hey, you're a fat garden gnome, dude. Of course you hate. It has nothing uh, to do with it. I don't care who the. I don't care who who anybody what they look like in them. I just think tank. I think anyone that wears a tank top 
blows guys. I'm sorry. Well, I'm a tank top guy. Sorry. Yeah, well, it's expected. <laughs> somebody asked me to, there was something. <laughs> Speaking of blowing guys, somebody put a post up today that I retweeted. It was a uh, name one thing Lindsey Graham is good at with a picture with his senator portrait. And I'm like blowing twinks. <laughs> no, like, I commented. I commented on it. Comment on it. I said, I said. I said. I think. I really think that Lindsey Graham might be the twink in this situation. In his situation, like he's a bottom dude. He is not a, a, the 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 male in the situation. He's getting. No, fucked. that's why I'm saying. I he he probably pays young male gay escorts to blow them, like on a regular basis. But. Yeah, he's he's definitely a closeted homosexual. He was probably in Israel when it, when he wasn't yelling at reporters. He, he yelled at a Newsmax reporter like ridiculously. When he's, he's such not, a cuck. He was probably looking for, hey, where are your young gay Israeli boys? Where are they? I oh, we got them here. Well, well, we 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 suck the their foreskins when they're born. They love it. I'm gonna throw up. So they do. I I actually have a video. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah we we don't we don't need to see it. I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> they sl- they slice <laughs> off babies' foreskins and then suck the blood. These sick fox. <laughs> Lady G, one of the first tranny tranny senators. It might 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 uh, might well. You be- think he's a girl? You think he's a, a, a F to M, a no. female to male? No, I just think he's he's homosexual. Yeah, I think he's gay. I think he just think he's gay. And I think he pays to blow boys. So like, that's what I think. Uh, Buck Five doesn't think he's a man. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's. Well, he's fucking... not a man in the sense of a fucking man. I, no, I think no. He, I do think he is a biological male. I just think he's just a very, yeah. I, very I agree. A flaming homosexual. I I I agree. I'm with you on that one, Alan. But you <laughs> something were something so, is weird, man. So you were saying earlier, Alan, uh, when we were talking about uh, events happening to for us to declare war. Yeah. Um. And I think the events are already staged. They're already uh, ready to go. They're just whatever it might be waiting for the word Uh, because because I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, um, our borders are wide the fuck open. They've been wide open since January 20th. It's in 2021. No, no question. No fucking question. But uh, it's not the uh, people seeking asylum. It's not uh, um, families. It's all fighting age males. That's what it's been. That's what yep. it's been. Now, I have this video here. And just take a look at who's coming across this border. And then I have an Epic Times, Epoch Times article that's very eye-opening. Um, but check this out. If I was fleeing war, poverty, and persecution, I'd have my family with me. If I was going to war, I'd be doing that alone. That's what it looks like these men are doing to me. You're from Syria. From Syria? You're from Syria too? Yeah. All okay, okay. Where are you, where are you going? Arkansas. Arkansas. You? Chicago. Chicago. Columbus. Columbus. Texas. Texas. New Jersey. New Jersey. New York. New York. New York. New York. All from the Middle East. Texas. New York. New York. California. California. Chicago. You? Michigan. Michigan. You? New York. New York. You? New York. You? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. You? New York. New York. Thank you. Where are you from? All fighting age males. And it's nothing new. 
No, it's nothing. This has been going on forever. Now, they've been coming across our border. This is why I say the the events that we're waiting for to declare war, the stages are already set. Uh, The events are already pre-planned, ready to go. And then you have this from the Epoch Times. Immigration border security, record number of illegal immigrants on FBI terror watch list apprehended along the southern border. On the terror watch list. It's not even like we're just making this up, Alan. Like we're like, yeah, it's just a bunch of terrorists coming across the border. Like it's a bunch of fighting age males. They're they're probably here for fucking nefarious things and not there seeking asylum. Uh, but no, here it is. Here it is, right in front of our fucking faces. And again, this happened early on too in the Biden administration because they were grabbing at first. I remember there was a story they grabbed like I think it was either either numbers either seventeen or twenty something. Uh, uh, aliens from Yemen who were on some sort of list. Yep. I think it was Yemen. Yeah. I mean, it, this this has have been happening since the border opened. I mean, what do we have? Like, it's either 160 something or 190 something countries. You got to hit the button again. <clears throat> you got to put a sign up, hit the button. I know it's, it's, um, listen, they're here. Whether they're being absorbed into committing crimes for cartels, which they are, uh, crimes for uh, for whoever, wh- whatever crime organization is recruiting them, whatever political organization might be recruiting them, trafficking. Well, I let's uh, we showed last week the Ron Paul video and how he talked about our our intelligence agencies went over and radicalized these guys in the Middle East to fight against Russia. Then for twenty plus years. We dropped drones on their men, women, and children, Hmm. you know, uh, which we shouldn't have been there in the first place, regardless of how you feel about how they live or who they Hmm. are. We had no business being there in the first place. And we were just dropping bombs. Now, if anybody was doing that to us, we'd be like, we need to kill all of them. Like we need to destroy them. Uh, So it's not, I think not to interrupt you, but I think, so that's as far as in the middle East, as far as of us to go full blown, whether it's a declaration of war, whatever it is from the United States, it's going to take an event either there that kills Americans, or it's going to be a, a uh, isolated, but big enough incident here. Again, I, I think that's what it's going to be. I think that's what they, they're setting be. the stage. It, it very well could be. And they're already here. They're sending all these fighting age males yep. that 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 probably hate this country. Like, let's be real. We blew them up for decades, like killed all their kids. Like, imagine someone came like, Alan, I know you're an only child, but just say, say hype. And I know you hate everybody. It's like you'd everybody. be ha- happy, happy if some of these people died in some cases, uh, <laughs> knowing you. But a normal human being not named Alan Jacoby, who's a piece of shit. You know, your your brother or your father or your mother or your son did, gets killed by a foreign country from a drone strike. You'll, you're going to do whatever you can to kill as many of those people as you possibly can, especially someone who's less advanced, doesn't have the technology we have or the information that we're getting uh, about the world. You know what I'm saying? Like they, sure. they, 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 they probably think all Americans hate them. Cause we're just blowing them up for no fucking reason. Like that's all they know is where they're these, these planes are flying in the sky, blowing them up for no fucking reason. So it's not difficult to say, Hey, so, you know, some guy from the U S intelligence or somebody who's working for the United States or even Israel. Hey, here's some money. Go to the United States uh, and do whatever the fuck you want. 
have fun. Like just cross the border and okay, cool. I'm like, you ever see, did you ever see Homeland, the show Homeland? Oh yeah. Like something like to that effect. Sure. Where they send people over that they know hate and they're, they're just plotting their time. Like they're literally plotting their time. They're trying to make it seem like they're assimilating, but in reality they're there to just wreak havoc and, and destroy, destroy American lives. And it, it's not, it wouldn't be difficult to get them to do that. The only thing is the timing is not good where if something is going to happen here and we're already over there involved because that that's going to make a lot of people question things, right? Especially now, more so now today than ever. Yes. Where most of these terrorists who want to wreak havoc here, they'll so much will go into the planning and they're very patient that they will they will lie and wait for years maybe depending yes oh years you know so i don't yes uh, but but times times are different now times are are, very different because because you know we can we can go back to the 80s the cia involvement with a lot of these terror groups uh it all a lot of it starts from there and they're able to recruit more and more and more because of our actions in year uh after the the years passed but uh, a lot of the things that they were trained to do and radicalized to do is taught to them by our intelligence. Uh, now, who's to say that our intelligence isn't, or people that are working with the United States intelligence, these these dark actors that are actively trying to destroy America, whether it's the Iranians that are you know working a spy network inside of our government, um, or it's uh, people that have been you know working with the United States forever and there are sure. traitors. Like I think John Brennan is part of the Muslim brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have, you know, uh, people like Rashida Tlaib and uh, brother fucker uh, out here, you know, supporting, supporting all of this that's going on and uh, you know, ties to the Muslim brotherhood for both of them as well. Same with AOC. There's ties to the Muslim brotherhood. Um you know, this is just roots for the team that hates America. She's just that stupid. No, but 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 uh, it's possible that it's been an infiltration. America anyway. It's it's been an infiltration. You know, that's we've been told for decades that that's the only way America is going to fall is through infiltration, and it's definitely not the dirty communist, just the dirty communists that and the Chinese that are infiltrating us. There's other people that are trying to infiltrate us, whether it's our own intelligence setting up all of this. Uh, infiltration uh, or its actual true uh, intentions because yeah. of because of our actions. Uh, but and, they, and, and they imagine know that how they, much they, of this. Imagine how much of this would not be happening if Donald Trump was president. None of it would be happening, Alan. But it, it, it's it's crazy because the reality of the situation is, if a lot of this wasn't happening. Millions of Americans would just be going throughout their everyday life and have no clue what's going on. They wouldn't fucking care. It'd just be orange man bad. Uh, they'd be pushing different agendas. The media would be, you know, trying to destroy Donald Trump in another way. Uh, there would be no positive coverage whatsoever. And other people would, a lot of people that are that are fighting the good fight with us right now wouldn't be a part of this fight. They'd have no clue. They'd have no fucking clue. And unfortunately, it had to be this way. I truly believe this. Uh, I didn't understand when when Trump lost in 2020. I went to a really dark place uh, for a while. And I didn't understand it. But looking back now at all the things that have unfolded and seeing how much 
uh, awareness, the actions of this administration, the actions of what's going on in business, uh, in with weather and even in the NFL, like now more than ever, people are talking about the NFL being rigged. Like it's a it's a, a very common talking point with the NFL now. Uh, this is not something that's like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, only a few football fans are talking about. Like now, like the average football watcher is like, this is getting a little ridiculous. This is getting a little fucking out of control with the referees and what they're doing with the the calls that they're making. Everybody is saying it's rigged. They're even calling out fans as staged actors. Like they're calling out fans as planted actors. Like that's what they're doing. It's amazing. I've never thought I'd see this happen. Huh? I would because I'm always, I've always thought, and this is why I was never really a sports fan. and And I used to enjoy hockey, but then just lost interest. But I always thought, always from baseball to football to even maybe hockey. I always thought hockey was like the, um, the only sport that I would say is like true, real, like gritty and raw, especially because of the fights when they're beating the snot out of each other and teeth are flying everywhere. But as far as the, the games go and also because based on the money that's on these games and the money invested into these games and the teams and the betting. Well, it's not just the money that's on it. It's also the ad revenue. They, they make yes. more money through certain yes. matchups. Like if, if, if two shitty, like this World Series, for example, if the mm-hmm. Diamondbacks get in over the Phillies and the Rangers get in over the Astros, nobody's going to want to watch that. Like right. it's two small fan bases that nobody watches. Right. It's going to get such shit ratings. So the baseball, they want the Astros against the Phillies because there's two huge fan bases. It's going to have tons of ratings, and that's what they'd rather have. I'm with you, Alan, but the but point also, go ahead. But, but also the ad revenue. You're wearing a Bulls jersey. That's a no. real Bulls jersey? Uh, no, I didn't spend – I got it from uh, uh, Places Unknown. Okay. It's fantastic. 30 bucks so, for this bad boy. It's, imagine it's the people that go and spend – hundreds of dollars on the jerseys, all of that merchandising, all of the promotions, all of the money that goes into it, enriching these people. You literally have people who aren't even born in this country making $50 billion, $50 million over what, five years or whatever it is to to run a ball back and forth in a rigged game to make stupid Americans literally just... I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. I'm I'm on that. I'm in that camp. But what my my point is that the average American is starting to realize that what yep. you just said about sports, the average sports watcher is starting to make those questions. Like the NFL, every single week, every single week in the NFL, there's the referees are getting involved, and this is how they do it. I think they do it through the referees. I think there's certain players that are involved in the rigging and are aware of what's going on. Um, not, I don't think everybody's in on it. Uh, I think they're all, you know, uh, but they do it through the referees. We found this out through basketball, uh, in the nineties and the early two thousands when, uh, what's his name got caught rigging the basketball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, if you watch the documentary, David Stern was well aware of what he was doing and he was probably making money with him. Um, he was very well aware of what he was. It's like the players change because back when the, when organized crime ran everything, Right. When Mm -hmm. the mobs ran everything and they ran all the sports books and the bookies and the betting and throwing games and throwing fights like and it just morphed into. All right. The mob 
who may still be involved, organized crime here and there in pockets, like on the betting they, side and things I like that. I think they are. I think they just made but it then, more legitimate. But then morphed into now corporate America and how corrupt that is, basically picking up the reins in different times um, from organized crime and in new organized crime uh, as, as far as you know, just rigging for, again, the promotions, the ad revenues, the merchandising, the betting. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. My a hundred percent, and I'm just excited. But everything that's going on in the world right now, if Donald Trump was in office, none of it would be happening. People would be business as usual. No one would know fuck all about all of the corruption that's going on, and uh, people see it, dude. Uh, there's a I lot of to, people to see it. I have to tell you, I don't know if that's all necessarily true. I believe with Trump's first four years in office, I have always seen it as. He he was able to expose a lot. Now now you can look at it like this: is without a doubt, made, he made more people notice things happening. Well, he didn't drain the swamp, but he he literally got that water level in the swamp down enough where you could see what's going on. But what enhanced us really seeing what was going on is when the 2020 election was rigged and stolen. Yep. And holy shit, look at this. And then everything that happened once Joey Basements and his regime exactly. took over, and then we really saw it. Exactly. So then it should not have been such a surprise when Donald Trump's presidency was showing you the bullshit of our government. He was mm-hmm. the outside guy. Right. Yep. The, the the man in the arena of the deep state. Yep. He was the lone gladiator against all of these fucking pieces of shit that wanted to slit his throat in, the, in, in public. Yep. And then they had to do something about him. Literally now trying to jail him because he wants to come back with a vengeance. It, this is a movie. This is a movie. Agreed. This is the guy who's who's whose life you destroyed and he pulls himself out of the perils of, of destruction and he comes back with a fucking vengeance. And that's why this whole retribution and revenge presidency, I'm all fucking for. I need the and fuck it's, up. It's like watching like, all right, take uh, an old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or a Sylvester Stallone movie like Rambo or that movie Commando when, like, his somebody's wife is killed, somebody's kid is kidnapped, and he's got to come and save the day. And, and he's, all, he's all fucking depressed and broken and a broken man because of, of, of the entire system coming down on him. And then he rises from the fucking ashes, and he just, he just fucks shit up and takes over everything. And fucks and everybody's name. Yeah, and, and, and that's literally what we're watching, like in real time. Hundred percent agree. With Donald I, Trump versus the United States government. And and, and it, you could see, like, if you've been paying attention since the beginning, uh, like you and I have, it's been since the, he walked down that golden escalator. It's as if oh, they yeah. they they knew as soon as he made that announcement that he was coming from them. And you could see they were it talking in the about impeaching him as, as he was running for president. Yeah, it was it was it was the reaction. It was and something that we've never seen. And I remember when he won, dude, it was like I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, he actually did it. He actually fucking did it. I wasn't and, expecting it. No, I was not either. I was smoking weed in my shed with my uh, this guy that I used to know. You're such a skell. <laughs> a skell? What the fuck is a skell? Oh, it's a New York term. Sorry. It's a New York term. Like fucking. You just what's another word for a fucking skell? You're just a fucking low life. I get that. That's that's the best. That's the best term. It's smoking weed in a shed. Just the way you said it. That would yeah, be smoking like, weed in my shed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with, no, with, no, with no fucking electric burning your fingertips like a real fucking animal. 
No, we got it. It was a fucking fully electric shed. What do you mean? It was a, a full electric in there, outlets and everything. I hooked up TVs. It was fucking great, dude. That was my spot. It was like the best hobo hotel you'd ever come across. It's a shed I couldn't smoke weed in the house, so I didn't want to sit in the rain or in the snow. So I commandeered the shed and made it into a little smoke spot. It was fucking brilliant. It was fucking brilliant. It was a great spot. We had TVs. We had chairs. It was fucking comfortable. I like Life was it. fucking. It was fucking good, dude. It was. It was great. But I never expected it to win. Neither did many, many others. Even though we all voted for him, uh, or everybody voted for him, I didn't because I couldn't. Uh, everybody expected Hillary Clinton to win. Everybody, everybody did. I literally remember sitting there looking at my phone. I'm like, dude, I can't believe he's gonna fucking do it. Like it was just like holy shit. And then it, when he announced it, when she conceded, it was like, oh my god, oh my god. I mean, he didn't. He didn't make his. He didn't make his speech until like was it like two in the morning. Wasn't yeah. it something like that? Well, listen. The speech that I play at the end of every single episode, at the end of every single Tuesday episode, we play that speech. I think, in my opinion, uh, when all is said and done, will go down as the greatest speech in American history. Personally, mm-hmm. um, I think because of what he detailed he was going to do, uh, and the fact that he actually did it. Uh, and he's doing it as we speak. I really think that this, what he told us in that speech is, is playing out right now in front of our face. Uh, everything is, is, is being exposed. People are waking up in record numbers. People are aware. Like I told that story about the lady last week in the store, like it's, it's happening all over the place, Alan. It's not everybody. Uh, it's really not. But when you think about it, even if it's 5% of the, the country, which I think it's more, uh, but let's just say it's, 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 it's 5% of the country. Uh, we're talking over, you know, 15 million people that are fast asleep at the wheel. 15 million people is still a lot of fucking people. Like you're going to run into these people in your everyday life. Cause it's still a lot of fucking people. Uh, you know, I, so at the end of the day, not everybody is going to be aware of what's going on, but because of the actions of this administration, because of what's going on, people are asking the right questions finally. They're starting to, to wake up to the corruption. They're starting to wake up to the uh, two-tier justice system. They're starting to wake up to the evil that's going on behind the scenes. And we had this week, Alan, uh, or not this week, this past week, Joey Bagadonitz make an appearance and he seemed like he had a fat set of balls <laughs> hanging from his chin. It was like uh, butters. It was. Uh, I I, I, ha- I do have a question. How have I not seen? I actually thought about starting one I, yesterday. I was thinking about making another Twitter account, just as like a parody account. Uh-huh. And I was literally gonna name it like Joe Biden's chin balls. Like so, like just well, how is there not a Twitter a social media account that that is Joe Biden's chin balls? Like wh- what? <sighs> I don't know, but look at this. Look at those things. Okay, okay. so I, look at I, I played, look, look at them things. That's I a played, fast set. I played this. Um, Earl, when when it had just happened, right mm-hmm. and. I want to what on MAGA mornings. Yes. Everybody's favorite morning show, by the way, 8, 8, 8 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Eastern. Thank you. So I don't know what you just saw with his hands and the glazed look. And I, 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 this is, I was, I was equating this to my grandmother who 
when she came home from uh, rehab in the hospital and she went into hospice care and there was a few days where literally we thought she was going to die and she was so confused. The thing with the with the with the hand and and on the face and like staring off in this confusion. Yeah, she was doing that for three days straight, like talking, but and then I would literally like with the moist waxy look like Joe Biden right there is moist and fucking waxy sitting there and standing there in Air Force One, not realizing what the fuck he's saying. No idea. He is not there. And what's with the chin balls? The chin, I don't get the chin balls. So I, <laughs> dude, I, I don't fucking know. I, I don't. I don't Every mass shooting, every circumstance where a large number of people have been victimized and lost, I spoke to I would love to be inside his brain right now. When someone's going through something, Look at this. What is, but what is he, what is he talking about? Is attached to his chin balls. This little neck gullet is like comes from the middle, the middle part of his chin balls. It's like a nice fat taint. It's, it's bizarre. What is he saying? If they see someone who they think understands, or maybe they're something, not the same, but similar. It gives them some sense of hope. And I always get criticized sometimes on my staff because when I go to these events, I stay for three or four hours and answer all the questions. But it matters. It matters a lot. And, uh, and look, a lot. I'm talking, some of you have gone through a hell of a lot more than I've gone through, and a lot more than other people have gone through. And you understand. Well, the right it's one just, hangs lower than the left. People are looking for just something to grab. Like your chin balls. Grab them chin balls. That's, if I can do a little bit of that, that's, you know, it's worth doing. Not for me. Did anybody make a meme with butters, butters with his chin balls and put Joe Biden's face on it? Yeah, there's been butters, there's been, uh, uh, Peter Griffin from the Family Guy with his chin balls. There's been so many memes with chin balls, but there has been. It it's very very weird that he's got these chin balls. Everything about this is just weird. It, it makes no sense. So I'm a I'm a believer. Uh, I can't prove it, but I I am on the the team of. Uh, he has people playing him at certain points. This might be the real Joey Bag of Donuts. Like this might be the real. There would be no way that this would be someone that's playing him yeah, and be uh, this fucked up. But 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 if you look at the other Joey Bag of Donuts, is that don't have chin balls and is a little bit more coherent and is you know it's not all there, but a little bit more coherent. Uh, also, it, go ahead. Also notice something here. He's on Air Force One. He's talking to the press a little bit. Now this entire video. <clears throat> There's a part towards the end where the, the press is asking him a couple questions. Now, you have Secretary of State Anthony Blinken peering through the doorway there. Yeah. You have John Kirby looking with him 
on the right hand side intently and at some point looks over at blinken and then you see the afro above his shoulder kjp is sitting is standing right there right okay couple things at some point he had said kirby looked over and you can read his lips and say we have to we have we have to end this now meaning the 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 press speaking to him anymore like they 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 were glancing at each other they were handling him right now. Now, mm-hmm. and I, I get they're on Air Force One, the whole Israel thing, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. F- find me a, a place, a time in Biden's presidency where Blinken, Kirby, and KJP were in the same room together with Joe Biden. I want a better question. Find me a time after his he he was put in office where he was in the same room as KJP because I often said that she does not have direct access to Joe Biden as the press secretary. And watching this video and speaking to a couple people and finding out a little background just on how John Kirby is. John Kirby is a very crude individual apparently like real crying on national tv yeah yeah real fucking evil actor and it almost seems that he has a maybe has a big play on on the goings-on oh uh, without a doubt in inside the white house i I think he might be the go-between between uh joe biden and kjp and many others i i don't think Five people have direct access to Joe Biden throughout the day in his White House. Oh no, I, no, I, no one does. They they have they have direct access to his handlers, which is uh, looks like Kirby is one of them. Yep. I, uh, and I, I just think so. It's interesting though because the whole the whole Bolchin thing, and and who knows? Listen, it's very possible that there are Joe Biden body doubles. You know, they they say that about Putin. They've said that about so many other presidents. Uh, Due to you know different it's scenarios, not, it's not just it's not just body doubles. It's also what we see on TV, because uh, you know when you when you see things on TV, it's very very easy for them to fabricate it, and we'd have no idea. For example, and Freeman, and what you yeah. see is not real. Well, at least in contemporary terms, you'd have not. no idea. No, no. if I were to not even a human. But what's even worse, and this has been going on for a long time, this is a really, really cool video. Uh, and this is what I think is more likely uh, in most in most scenarios. Now, again, like I said, this is probably the real the real Joey Bag of Donuts. But who we see in other situations, it, it wouldn't work if they were completely coherent and a totally different person. So they obviously have to play the role of a little bit fucking aloof, as you'd like to say. Mm-hmm. But this is from the uh, CIA chief of disguise. My name is John Mendez, and I was chief of disguise at the CIA. One of the things that was going on when I was chief of disguise was an enormous uh, research program into the new advanced disguise system. It was basically the masks that everybody always wondered if we used masks, and this was the beginning. This is a series of photographs of when I met George H.W. Bush in the Oval Office and reveal to him that I was briefing him wearing a mask. When you go to disguise a person, the general idea is that you're going to meet with someone in this disguise 
and they're going to write a memo of the person that they just met with. We want every item in that memo that describes you to be wrong. My husband was Tony Mendez, and he was played by Ben Affleck in the movie called Argo. Aliens and robots? Yes, sir. You're telling me that there is a movie company in Hollywood right now that is funded by the CIA? Yep. Yes, sir. Are there many actors in Hollywood who also moonlight as agents, do you think? I think there are probably quite a few, yes. Huh. I think probably Hollywood is full of CIA agents, and we just don't know it. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to discover that, you know, this is extremely common. Tony, they didn't mention it in the movie, but Tony had deep connections to Hollywood, to the, the tradespeople out in L.A. that did a lot of things we were interested in doing special effects people, makeup people. Tony was chief of disguise 10 years before I was chief of disguise. And so he passed on some of his expertise to me, but he had a particular interest in the magic industry out in LA. Not so much the magicians on the stage, but the people that were working behind the scenes to make that magic happen. So we went to LA and we posed some questions to them. We said, we have a problem. We're looking for novel solutions. Well, LA did have some ideas, of course. That's what they do for a living. They uh, introduced us to a new concept. They said, what you are calling an operation, we call a performance. That's what we do. We put on performances. And before we start Working on that performance, we have to initially, we have to define the stage that the performance is gonna take place on. Then you have to know who your audience is. Who are you playing to? Who are you trying to fool? Once you assemble those two pieces, you can pretty much choose the time and choose the place and simply overwhelm them with your performance. Then they showed us some tools that they used the one that really caught our eye is what's called a stunt double mask. You all know how they're used. When the movie star is so famous or so good looking that they can't risk damaging him. We like the idea of stunt double masks. They're quick on, they're quick off. Uh, they dramatically change your appearance. And we started using them and found them to be valuable to our operations. But that audience piece of it did not allow you to get close enough to one of those masks before the illusion fell apart and you saw it was a mask. So we went back to our disguise labs out at Langley and we invented a whole new genre of masks. Masks that are so good, that are so realistic, 
that you can actually get up close and have a personal contact with someone for an extended period of time. It's fucking crazy. So good enough that you can brief the president of the United States in the Oval <clears throat> Office wearing a mask. And he isn't sure if it's you or if it's, uh, if it's someone else. Those masks were the beginning of a whole new generation of work that we did at the CIA. Once we could make these masks that fit you so well, then we discovered we could make a twin. We could make another you. There could be two of you. We could actually make five or six of you, but usually one extra was all we needed. We will respond accordingly. God bless you all and may God protect our troops. But that's only the tip of the iceberg. As longtime CIA lawyer John Rizzo tells it, the relationship between the spy agency and La La Land is quite cozy. In his new book, Company Men, Rizzo says that actors, producers, and other movie-making power players were always happy to help out the CIA in any way they could. You work for the very enemy you thought you were fighting. It's impossible. And tell me why you've never been to Langley. You've been lied to. All lower-level Asians have been lied to. So I am trying to help you here. So you're saying I'm working for the enemy? And that you are the enemy? To me, this is your last chance. CIA Director William Casey. We will know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because we see his chin balls. And this is why I said I think it's really him. But the other Joey Bag of Donuts that we see uh, is, I think, uh, either wearing a mask or what we're seeing on TV uh, is completely staged. And there's AI. Uh, there's way too many differences from the original Joe Biden. Like we People have been saying this forever. Like, this is yes, nothing yes. new. And you see things like this from the chief of disguise, the CIA, you know that it's not impossible. Like, it's very easy for them to do, and we'd have no fucking clue. They briefed the president of the United States in 19, the ninth, late 80s, early 90s with one of these masks. What do you think has happened oh, since oh. The, the late 80s, early 90s when she briefed George uh, Poppy Bush in, in, the, in the Oval Office? They've only gotten better. Who was, Who was the, the, D, the director, director of the CIA? Of the CIA? You got to turn this off. The feedback is... Yeah, 100%. He was exactly. He was the director of the CIA. Right. It, 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 it's so wild. So when you have somebody go into the Oval Office who and the sitting president was the director of the CIA and, and, and you're briefing him in a mask and he doesn't know it. Yeah. And as far as I don't think Joe Biden is wearing a mask, because, again, if that was let's just say the chin balls is the real Joe Biden, he's that fucked up. Right. He's on his um, way out. Why would they have him wear a mask other than maybe just have a body double wearing a mask in the same build uh, for for certain things? And again, it none of it makes sense because you you would still have. Um, uh, it's just the whole thing is wild, especially when he has the gaffes and he has. The, the the moments of just complete mental retardation and then you you don't know what's real you don't know what's not nothing surprises me and that was obviously those people who were the uh, the chief of disguise the husband and wife team 
that was how that was so long ago. Imagine how far they've come now. Yep. But the technology has only gotten better. And and and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now. Uh, like I said, I think that Joey Bag of Donuts was the real Joey Bag of Donuts. And this is why they were mouthing back and forth. Like, we got to cut this off. Like, uh, this is why they were so on top of him uh, watching this interview. Why and, would they uh, send the real Joey fucking basements to Israel? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would they send the real one there? Who's to say the fake one's not amongst them and he wears that wears the mask? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it, it, like they they can't have they have to send him to these places to make it look real to, to to the people. And then when they get there and they need him to speak and do things, they have a guy who's already on the plane that nobody knows uh, that he's the, ma- the guy wearing the mask and 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 plays the role of Joe Biden. The uh, CIA has worked with Hollywood forever. They have actors. Uh, that could mimic Joe Biden probably to a T and make it look realistic. It, 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 you can't have him have the real Joey bag of donuts. Who's this much of a disaster and then have a body double wearing a mask who looks and sounds exactly like him be completely, totally different as far as uh, his cognitive function. Like if right. he went out there and was completely coherent and totally normal and then had an interview like this, people would start asking a lot of questions like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? So Do it has to be somewhat has to be somewhat believable when they yeah. send even the body double out there that he's not all there. Like he, they can't they can't just be a completely different person. So I think it's very possible that they caught him in this interview off guard. And this is why they were all hovered around him to try to make sure that nothing like I guarantee if he went off the rails, John Kirby would have jumped in there. KJP would have jumped in there and answered some questions. Uh, And this is why they tried to hurry it up. And I guarantee on that plane, the mask is on there. I guarantee the body double is on there. And when they need him to perform in front of the world, that's who's out there. Sure. Do you have my uh, Do you have my mic level on your end uh, lower than usual? Someone was just saying that my mic sounded low, so that would be if it on no, on your the, end if you have the, the. It's the same as usual. It's the same. All right. Someone. I someone can turn you up a little bit. Well, I don't. I, some people said that my my mic apparently was way low, but my audio settings are, are the same and never touched, so I'm not sure. Anyway, how do I, how do I, how do I sound now? Yeah, the, those that said it. Said. I just, I just, I raised it a little bit. It's weird. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's all, it's, listen, it's all stupid. Every, everything that's going on now, there are so many distractions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no one's paying attention to what's going on here. Yeah. Everything. It, it's, it's wild right now. And it's, and it's going to get crazier because they want people so confused and not knowing, um, what to talk about. So they're just trying to jam everything down our throats at once between the morons in Congress that can't elect a speaker who are fighting amongst themselves to all of the shit that's going on with Donald Trump. And now again, gaining support, gaining support, gaining support. They don't know what to do. They're terrified. So you know what? Let's, let's start pressuring pressuring the people that were around him to strike deals in cases and you know and and all this shit just to to oh, try God, yeah. to to try to get people that are watching this to pull away from Donald Trump like all right Jenna Ellis oh well she's striking a deal and has to apologize to save her own ass and she's going to testify against Donald Trump realize people that they've done this already 
They did it with General Flynn. They did it with Roger Stone. Sidney Powell. They did not fold. All of these people that they're striking deals with, like today, the whole thing with Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, the person that was privy to all of the conversations leading up to January 6th, the 2020 election, he knows where the bodies are buried. There would have to be bodies buried for them to dig up and find out. And you want to know something? Under the First Amendment, if Donald Trump thought that he lost the 20, that he won the 2020 election and that it was rigged and stolen. You can't take that away from him and anyone that believes it. You also can't take away from him trying to uh, use all of the legal ways to dispute it. You can't take that away from him. So just because Mark Meadows, who's a middle-aged guy with a family wants to save his own ass, we don't even know what'll happen when it's he, he was granted immunity by Jack Smith. Do we even know what he's willing to say and what he will say when the time comes, give them bullshit or mm-hmm. will he, will he um, just bear false witness against Donald Trump to save his own ass? Will he tell lies? That's exactly what they wanted Roger Stone to do. We refused to do it. They convicted him for contempt of Congress, bullshit process crimes, and was sentencing him to something like three years in jail and he got a pardon. These people know that they're in a different boat because there's no pardon for them and they're feeling the pressure. So maybe these people are going to come out and lie. Maybe they're not, but everybody's like, this is all just bullshit distractions. Oh, 100%. But I I, I do find great joy, great joy in seeing this fat Jebba the Hutt cunt cry and complain after she just got $250,000 in her fucking GoFundMe uh, for her legal defense that she literally just copped the deal, plead out, and then pointed fingers and blamed everybody. So here's her statement, and it's quite funny. I want to play it. For me, who is also a Christian, I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously, and I endeavor to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings. In the wake of the 2020 presidential election, I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado Bar who censured me. And I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people of Georgia. Thank you. She is a fucking coward. Uh, she should return every cent, every cent of the $216,631 that she so, raised so, for her legal defense. Here's here's the deal with that. And you got to hit the button again. Um, 
216, whatever it was, thousand dollars. And there were defense attorneys that were talking about this. Now, now she could have used she probably used some of it for her legal defense. She 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 popped a plea in like two months of her being charged, but well, it would be impossible for her to use the two hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. And th- this was a big topic on Twitter today, and, and people that I had spoken to. Very big topic. And this is why so I wanted to bring it up. She, whatever money is left, one hundred percent should be given back to the donors. She, all Jenna Ellis has done her entire career is grifted. Wasn't yep. a very good attorney, and they uh, Laura Loomer had put out her tweets earlier today back when she was rah, 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 rigged and stolen, election fraud, all of this shit, hardcore. So shame on you as, a, as an attorney where, where if you knew then what you knew now, well, why didn't you do your due diligence if you thought that? Because you know what? There was no due diligence to do because you felt – I I relied on I relied on no. lawyers who have so you much know, more experience. You know who than she I was do? talking about? She was talking about Rudy Giuliani. Now she oh, sure. would not be where she was today without grifting off of Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump. Right? Mm-hmm. Those no were the two. She, though, no one would know who she is. She'd have the no no notoriety at all. And she grifted and she grifted and she ends up with a crifty uh, a a. a cringy podcast a cringy radio show and you know now she's an independent she's on team DeSantis she moved to Florida and that letter was part of the agreement to apologize to the people of Georgia and to try to save some face uh, of which she she the only people that are accepting her are Establishment Republicans who hate Trump, DeSantis supporters, and DeSantis supporters who hate well. Trump. <laughs> right. Literally, she is um she's garbage. And I've been I've been saying this forever. When forever. The, when all when everything went down, she was one of the first ones to just distance herself. And all of a sudden she was this hardcore Christian. You know, was she married like two or three times? You know, just just she has the fucking Gadsden flag as her, yeah. her, her bio profile picture. Yes. Yes. Bitch, take that shit the fuck down. No. You are not standing up to tyrants. You are not fighting against tyranny. You are crumbling like the coward that you are. You begged and plead and cried for money. Give me money for my legal defense. Yes. And then crumbled in two fucking seconds and didn't use, probably used very little bit about that money for her legal defense. Yes, yeah, she and- probably used, I'd say, between thirty and $50,000. At, at at the most, at the most, and 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 then and then went on Twitter and virtue signaled when all the Trump that when you got memed all this time. I I fought side by side with Donald Trump. I was close with him, and I'm still picking DeSantis because I'm choosing the, the the smarter choice. She went on Twitter all day saying how she stood by yep. Donald Trump the entire time, mm-hmm. and then comes out and gives us this waterworks, this fucking sob story in front of the world. Fuck off, you dumb fucking cunt! Like I, I the entire time I was watching that. All day in the afternoon, all I wanted to do is this. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're a yeah. stupid cunt. Suck my dick. Yeah. She, listen, again, again, she's 
has her whole life ahead of her and she's an attorney and she, everything was turned upside down and she succumbed to the pressure. So she will, she's another, she's the weakest link. We knew she was going to be probably the first one, which, you know, almost the first one, but I'd say the first weak one too. She will say anything they tell her to say, right? She oh, will. Yep. She's, she's she, establishment. She's a she, one of them. She was, you know, before she worked for Trump, there were videos of her back where she, she was straight out against him running for president. Yeah. The first time, like she was completely she one is, of those people. She was not, she, he won't Alan, be she, president. He can't be president in, in 16. She was never part of me, tard, you tard, retard nation. She was never one of us. She was never one of us. She's a grifter to the, to the max. She will do anything for clicks, for money, for donations. Uh, very soon. She's probably going to have a new GoFundMe to, to fund some other garbage nonsense that she's doing. And, uh, I'm done with it. Like I, 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 I'm glad people are seeing her for what she is. Uh, even people that supported her, uh, you know, you, you, you ask for this GoFundMe for this legal defense, and then you crumble in two minutes. Give uh, send go. Oh, was it give send go? I thought was she was. I thought no, she was, was a GoFundMe user. No, it was. It was. At least she was. Give send go is a great organization. Go, I know GoFundMe would never would never would have never allowed that. The GoFundMe would have canceled sure. it. That's and, true. That is true. Gives and Go is great. I love I love the people of Gives and Go, but 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 either way, uh, she should return a, a large chunk of that money. If Whatever's she left, she should, but she won't. She won't. No, she will never. She, she won't. She will she just keep that money, and maybe she'll come around. She'll she'll come up with some bullshit thing that she wants to do with the money, and I'll I'll tell you that. The, the bigger assholes in this is those big conservative accounts and those big conservative influencers or media pundits, whatever the fuck they want to call themselves, that what, what they should do now to save face is the ones that where they would come out and say, well, you know, she stood by Donald Trump and this and, and defended Donald Trump as his attorney and now getting railroaded. Well, I saw through it right away. It was yep. all bullshit. Yep. They were all like, oh, yeah, give give to her, give, send, go. Now what they should all be doing is saying, you know, Jenna, we supported your legal defense. We asked our supporters to donate to you. We posted about it. They'll never they should, do that. They should all turn around and say, you know, you, you, you pled guilty. You came to an agreement. You didn't use all of that money. You literally pled guilty within two months of being charged. You should be returning that money. And that's what every single big account that shared her give, send, go should be 100%. doing. 100%. And none of, none of them, none them will. will. Never. None of them will. And they're all grifting pieces of shit. All of them. All of them. All I, these fucking clowns. I, you're you're going to see... You're going to see in the coming months so many people getting called out and getting attacked and put on notice. Good. For who they really are. Good. I, I've I've heard some, some things that are going to be coming, looks like are going to be happening that people are going it's it's going to be warfare on social media and I hope beyond so. let's fucking go i'm and i'm so ready for these these clowns to be fucking exposed it's this is why i'm i'm so against 
giving all there are so many people out there now that have garnered these followings based off their supposed support of Donald Trump and the MAGA movement Mm -hmm. to where they've morphed it into, well, now they have media platforms or, or other things that you could subscribe to and give them your money every month, you know, and, and they're out there eating at, you know, high end steakhouses every fucking night and going to all of these elaborate events every fucking weekend on your dime because you're giving them nine, ten, fifteen dollars a month for their bullshit media platforms that most of them are just, you know, taking stories from other other platforms and just changing the words around. They're not real journalists. It's like they're 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 like they're re-journalists. They're just taking shit other other places and they're lumping it together in their stupid wordy article and they want you for additional content to pay more money. To to, to pay them every they probably month. So have, they they probably have AI write their shit, dude. It's it's well whatever it might be. Yeah. Benny Johnson, Benny Johnson and Charlie Kirk, some of the biggest grifters out there. Benny Johnson ever. has not done an original piece of journalism or anything since he since he made a Twitter account. He literally just aligned himself, was able to figure out how to get into certain spots and talk to the right people and say the right things. And they all no, he literally takes other people's work. Yes. Steps it like puts his face on it and he's like, yep. Yeah, this is what's going on. And right. and then puts his stupid fucking watermark on other people's work and right. pretends that it's his. He's such a piece of shit. I hate all Charlie Kirk, all of them, dude. I'm 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 done with all of them. They're all and they're all let's fucking go to war. Like, fuck all of these people. Yeah, Mike. Oh, Mike, oh, Mike Johnson is now nominated for Speaker of the House. He's not gonna get the votes. No, the, you know what? He's not just just fucking just fucking close it. Just fucking just fucking shut close it down. The shut it down. They are so fucking retarded. I want Byron Donald to be Speaker of the House for the for the really the only reason of I want to shove it up the Democrats' ass that the Republicans um, mm-hmm. uh, seated the first black Speaker of the House. That that's I, I don't even give a fuck. That's uh, that's yeah. what I want to see. I love it. I love it. So a couple things. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So I was going to say, Alan, did you see uh, what's coming out of the 11th Circuit in Georgia or in Florida? I'm sorry. With my man, old Clarence Thomas. Breaking 11th Circuit emergency wit, writ accepted to hear case to invalidate fraudulent 2020-2022 elections. Justin, Justice Clarence Thomas to rule. An application to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas was accepted as a writ of mandamus uh, through the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. The writ of mandamus application is something Justice Thomas can rule on independently or he can forward it to the whole Supreme Court. The applicant is asking that Florida's 2022 general election with 2020, uh, 2020 option be set aside uh, and held anew. There is also room for a 2020 election cycle to be set aside. Well, since the evidence shows the same uncertified and uncertifiable equipment was used in both election cycles, the same evidence proves the whole of the elections throughout the country were vulnerable to the same fraud, which allows Justice Thomas 
or the whole Supreme Court to set aside the results of the entire country for both the 2020 and 2022 election cycles. The 11th Circuit also covers Georgia. You can see the writ links below. This is an interesting uh, piece of information uh, because Judge Clarence Thomas is, I think, the only trustworthy justice on the Supreme Court, the only constitutional justice on the Supreme Court. And uh, he would love nothing more than to tell Joe Biden to get fucked, in my opinion, because of what Joe Biden did to him. Now, will anything come of this? I don't know. No, there will there will be something within the Supreme Court that either, um, it, first of all, does it say that um, he's willing to hear the case? Is no, he, I, I haven't heard anything yet. This just came yeah. out today. This so literally this, this literally broke just, shortly before the show, so I haven't dug into this. But the fact that it was the application was accepted and. Uh, it's something that he can rule on. Well, who was uh, it accepted by? It was accepted the ele- by the 11th Circuit? The 11th Circuit, yes. So that means it might have 11th to go. Of, 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. So it might have, So it hasn't even gone to the Supreme Court yet. So well, I, no, he, he gets to make a ruling on it, whether he wants to do it independently or pass it off to the rest of the Supreme Court is completely up to him. But if that's he's why it's so to interesting see it because he, I believe it. So he, I think he, he's one of the circuits he covers because the Supreme Court, they have it split up. Yes. That's, I, I guess, that's one of his, that's why right. he's, he's the one who will see it. Yes. Now the reason why I find it interesting that it's him is because of what Joe Biden has done to him in the past. No, I get uh, it. And, and if he were, uh, uh, it, it, since this is going to him, like if it was going to anybody else, I'd say it's dead in the water. Like there's don't even worry about it. Like, don't even think about it. It's 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 a big nothing burger. But because it's him, because it is him. uh There's a possibility that something may come of this. Now, I'm not saying it's going to, but be, just strictly because it's Judge Clarence Thomas. Uh, there's a possibility that something might unfold because of what's happening here. Now, this is the first thing that's happening. Now, we're going to see this unfold over the next coming weeks and months and what uh, what he's going to decide to do. And hopefully maybe on Friday we'll have some answers for you, whether he's going to see it or not. Uh, but uh, I find it very interesting that this is still going on in the uh, uh, with the 2024 election coming up and all of the questions that we have with our election system. Uh, it's very interesting and I'm going to keep a close eye on what's going on here. And I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention because something may come, it may, may, may come of this because it is just as Do you have the link to that article? Can you drop it in the chat? Yes, I do. That's we'll see, because I I don't, I don't think it's something that he's going to take on on his own or, if it's something he's got to also run by the chief justice to uh what the fuck is see. going on with my i don't know you just put a lot of emojis in we can all see it i know i don't <laughs> know what the fuck is going on i'm like trying to fucking post it in the chat and my shit was going nuts um there we go and let's close out this. Listen, all, and and all of these people that maybe like you know Mark Mark Meadows in the in the Jack Smith immunity, um, it, it doesn't mean that 
one, well, one, he, if, if, if he decides to lie, uh, then, and it's proven that he lies, he's got a bigger problem. Oh, there it is. Um, I don't, I don't think the, Mar- this is what they want people to believe in the hopes that they will walk away from Trump now. Oh, look. Now, it, basically in the same day, in the same day, Jenna Ellis is reading this heartfelt apology to the people of Georgia and yep. how if she would have – if she knew now what she uh, – if she knew then what she knows now, she wouldn't have defended Donald Trump. And now you have his chief of staff – say, well, he's got immunity from Jack Smith to testify basically whatever he wants, which doesn't mean he's going to testify uh, anything bad against Donald Trump. It doesn't mean when they hear immunity and things, it doesn't mean um, uh, it's weird because I, I, I can click on the link. I can, I can click on it too. Yeah. I can click on it and copy it from and that's, I don't know why you, well, why, why you can't click on it. Like I just clicked on it and it just opened up the article on my end right from the chat. That's really <clears throat> weird. Um, yeah, it, it really – I think everybody needs to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit and be like, oh, look, this one's flipping on Trump. This one's flipping on Trump. Where the attitude should be, well, there's nothing to flip on. That's that's the thing. There's nothing to flip on. This yeah. is all an illusion in the hopes because they're so desperate and terrified that he's gaining support every day that they have to do whatever they can to try to distract the American public and the Trump base or moderates to say, this isn't, this isn't the guy um, that we should be supporting for president because everything just keeps coming out that he's just a, a fucking criminal. That's what they want you to believe. It's all well, smoke 100%. and mirrors. It's all, it's all a show, dude. They're, they're throwing everything that they possibly can at the wall and hoping something sticks and nothing is going to work. It's all going to backfire. Just like everything else. It's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. Like, so Al, look, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, look, look, look what, look what, uh, like Rob, Rob, Rob DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, Rick DeSantis, his campaign manager was, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll start, you know, beating Trump in 60 days. That was, that was today. And he's just holding he's- on to, this? Hold, holding on to this right about retail being one to answer questions and what donald trump does now he is wedded to the teleprompter he can't get off that teleprompter anytime he does he says things like don't vote he's telling people not to vote like we have all the votes need really like wait a minute you lost the popular vote that? to hillary clinton in 2016 you don't have he's all the parroting what people are telling him um, so to it's say and it's all bullshit it's it's shown, so he says a different donald trump than 2015 and 16 um lost the zip on his fastball has a sense of entitlement um all this stuff doesn't think he has to go through and earn it like other candidates and that's just not going to fly in iowa and new hampshire and that's why you know how this came to be with iowa and new hampshire and on the way that i don't i don't know but i'll tell you just having been here i'm glad that it works this way because i do think you got to earn it i think the voters expect that that's first thing second thing is i think Chris has said, and I've said, uh, we need a candidate that can win the general election. Uh, there's too many people that just are not going to vote for Trump at this point, is my view, and I think Chris as well. But you have another wrinkle now with RFK Jr. as a third party. 
RFK Jr. will be a vessel for anti-lockdown and anti-Fauci voters if Trump is the nominee. If I'm the nominee, they all go to me because I stood up against Fauci. I'm no, going to clean out CDC and all no, that. No, that's all bullshit. all a lie. With Trump, though, he, he created Fauci. He elevated Fauci. He never fired him. He said that he did everything right during COVID, claims he saved 100 million lives, you know, with the MNRA vaccine and all this stuff. And I think those voters who are understandably still very frustrated with how this federal government handled COVID and the lies that were told and the, and all the mistakes that were made with no accountability, they're going to want a vessel for that. And I think they may default uh, to Kenny. So I think he will hurt Trump way more than he would hurt any other candidates. And that makes it even a tougher uphill battle. Hold on. Hold on. So uh, everything, everything you said is bullshit for, for numerous reasons. First, first of all, you can go back to all of the tw- all of the articles and all of the videos of of Ron DeSantis. You got to hit the button. Pumping vaccines into the Florida's elderly, World War II veteran. Oh look, he's getting a vaccine. The masks, the lockdowns, and all the bullshit. Ron DeSantis as governor allowed lockdowns in Florida, and yep. any Floridians in the chat will agree with me that that happened in Florida and numerous numerous places while he was governor. Okay. Donald Trump could not fire Fauci. He's not a presidential appointment. So stop with that bullshit and trying to validate your argument as he can, as he, as he could. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't create Fauci. Fauci is the longest tenure government official employee in, 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 in government at the time. You're talking to a guy who has really, really bad campaign people around him who can't manage to even stay in second place. Okay. He's done. He's They're blowing their load in Iowa and New Hampshire, mostly Iowa because they have nothing else. They have downsized their campaign where now, now Donald Trump not only is, is not downsizing, but he's adding to it where, you know, uh, between paid interns and, and hiring more people, it's it, Rob, Rob, uh, Rob, I love calling him Rob. It's Meatball Rob. He, he 100% bombed in Iowa. He's bombing everywhere. And the whole RFK thing. So, yes, RFK as, a, as an independent going into the general – causes a problem for Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis is not going to be the nominee. No. How, however, however, RFK doesn't seem to have a very strong campaign team. So no. I, I was on the phone last night um, with Roger Stone for about 45 minutes talking about an array of things, and we started talking about RFK, which – Roger Stone um, knows and has had some conversations with a very, very weird individual who we were talking about that. But here's something as an independent that I didn't even know about. And when you have to get on the ballot for every state, it's different. Some of them, like the state of Kansas, it's like a filing fee and that's it. Independence, I believe in every state or most in order – to get on the ballot in that state, you have to name your running mate, your, who, who your vice president is going to be. Only as an independent, if you're getting on the general election ballot in a state, you have to name who your VP is. From what I understand and from what I'm told, RFK doesn't even have a clue on who his running mate might be. So he has a lot of work ahead of him, not to mention in certain states, he needs – Hundreds of thousands 
of of uh, signatures to get on the ballot, and those signatures have to be bulletproof. They have to be certified voters in the state, and the signatures have to match. So I don't see RFK getting on the ballot in many states. One, he hasn't named a VP, not even talk, talked about who his VP is going to be. And from what I understand, RFK does not have the infrastructure in every state to gain the signatures needed to get on the ballot as a third-party independent. So that in itself may be a saving grace. But if all of those boxes were checked and he was able to get on the ballot in every state, yes. Oh, I agree. There are a lot of – I still think he – go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, there's a lot of moderate Republicans that are single-issue retards – Yep. Who hate Donald Trump, who would look to RFK as a third choice, even though in in their hearts they know they would be throwing their vote away, but still, I can't vote for Donald Trump. And especially independents who like the third choice, who don't like Donald Trump, because no Donald questions. Trump needs the independents. He does need moderate Republicans, mm-hmm. where now if it's against, all right, Joe Biden or really other shitty Democrat, then yeah, those moderate Republicans are going to vote the party, are going to, independents are most likely going to vote for Trump, and that mm-hmm. and that's a problem. So RFK, I'm hoping, derails and doesn't get on the ballot in most states. If he any. probably won't, he probably won't. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough for him in many cases. I think the only issue is not an issue. He is raising money. Uh, he has, from what I understand, his super PACs are run by conservatives, and which is wild. And some big donors that were big Trump donors, I know of two, confirmed that big Trump donors have completely cut off Trump. And have went all in on RFK on the single issue because RFK wrote a kick-ass book talking um, uh, shit about Dr. Fauci. People are idiots. People, people are, fucking, are idiots. Fucking morons. Uh, I don't want to waste any more time on that fucking idiot we've talked about in the past three weeks. Did you see the? I, I guess Dinesh D'Souza is coming out with a new documentary about the January yes. Six prisoners. Did yep. you see a clip from this? Well, it's a, the, it's the, the police. Joseph Bolanos is a New Yorker who went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th, but never went inside the Capitol. The FBI came to get you at your mom's apartment. They simultaneously went to your apartment. Yes, sir. So I had a regular doorbell camera, and you could see in the sequence that an FBI agent comes up, so he put a sticker over the lens of the ring camera. What he didn't know is that the peephole on the door was This guy's like ancient. If you have a legal search warrant and you're walking into a property, why are they neutralizing the cameras? Police, start fire! It looked like a herd of cattle went right through the apartment. Police state, are you next? Joseph Bolano. But the fact that they're going like they're 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 doing everything so shadily with these well, Jan- yeah. January six prisoners is insane. Yes, yes. But but you have to hit the button again. again. On, on for you know when typically when they do search warrants when it's no knock search warrants, if there is a ring camera or there's any other cameras that are visible, they will, no matter who it is. Most of the time, they will disable them one way or another because, one, 
if it's a ring camera, like they didn't know they had another camera coming through the peephole, but if it's a visible camera, especially ring, they don't want people to get notified on their phone. Or if they do get the notification, they don't want people to see it obviously for element of surprise and security reasons for whatever it is. Like if they were going after a real bad guy mm-hmm. who maybe has guns and things in there and they didn't want to see them walking around the house, typically one of the first things that they'll do if it's a no knock search warrant like that, like heavily heavy SWAT teams is they'll go around and they'll try to take the security cameras out that they that they can so that the people aren't given a heads up to see where all this they are. For, all this for an 80 plus year old man who right. didn't even enter the Capitol. Like this is ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. The fact just, that pe- people are seeing this and I'm excited on Friday, we're going to have Jeremy Brown calling from prison uh, on Friday, Freedom Friday to tell us, uh, give us an update on his story and what's going on with him while he's rotting away in, in federal prison um, down in Florida where Ron DeSantis still refuses to mention or do anything to help these guys, uh, pieces of shit. Well, no, he, he, he never mentioned he's going to do anything to help them. He's only mentioned that they all deserve what they're getting and that justice is going to prevail. Uh, yep. So, you know, it, it is for if, if you want to be a, a, a single issue voter, then maybe you should, the single issue should be, well, Ron DeSantis doesn't want to do anything for the largest number of January 6ers that come out of his state while he's governor, where his office won't even acknowledge them. Won't even say, hey, you know what? Like, obviously, and this is something I get pushed back on because they, it's the retards who are trying to say that I'm retarded. When I mention this, they say, well, what do you want Governor DeSantis to do? He can't pardon anybody because it's a federal thing. No shit, you fucking retards. No one's saying that. No one's saying that at all. You're the retard for thinking that I'm thinking that when it should be you're the governor of a state with the largest amount of January Sixers, right? There mm-hmm. are resources that you can direct to your office to to provide for families and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to set up a January 6th task force in the governor's office to help my constituents who vote for me, who donate money to my campaign to see what I can do with maybe the legal counsel of the governor's office to contact the DOJ. How many letters has Ron DeSantis wrote to the DOJ, the attorney general in support or asking questions about January 6th defendants that reside in his state? How many letters? Zero. I'd be willing to bet it's, it's fucking zero. I'm willing to bet it is as well, but he'll give. We're going to ask Jeremy on Friday. uh, If Ron DeSantis has given him any support. And the answer is going to be no, just like every January 6th or interview out there that says, what has Ron DeSantis' office done for you? It's either going to be not taking my calls or the attorney general's office answered one call and sent out a letter saying, oh, well, the federal deal, blah, 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 and everything else, which has happened. But nothing. Mm -hmm. They just, no, there's nothing we can do. What about try? It's ridiculous, and and I'm excited to have him on Friday. Uh, we're going to have him on, I think it's only for a half, whatever the time limit is that he's allowed to call from jail uh, and talk with him. But I want to end it on two really fun things, Alan, that it brought so much joy to my heart. One, uh, I found this new activist, and there's a new uh, uh, movement going on, and uh, I thought that you really might like her. So I wanted to play her for you. Welcome to a day in the life of a fat activist. I start the day off feeding my cat some treats because she needs to know that unless she's fat, I won't love her. Then I took a bath 
because I'm far too lazy to stand and need to preserve all the calories that I can for the day. Then I filmed some TikToks, making sure to glorify obesity and show everyone how cool and trendy it is to be fat. On my way to the doctor's, I stopped at Dunkin' and got the sugariest coffee possible and ate 24 donuts. At the doctor, I made sure he knew that I knew more than him, and I berated him over any medical advice or testing he wanted to do. After that, I headed to my yoga class, where instead of taking the class, I sat in the back and yelled at everyone, telling them to stop exercising and to get fat instead. Because being skinny is bad. Cheers. Stay fat, y'all. This is where we're at, Alan. Yes. Yes. Uh, I bet you want to smell her fat rolls. Hit the button. button. I bet you want to smell her fat rolls. No. 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 Who wants to smell fat rolls? Who wants to do that? Like, I swear. No, no. You're a retard because you, 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 you think it's one thing when it's another. No, nobody wants you to smell it. You don't want to lift it. up one of them rolls no, and grab some of the cheese. No, nobody wants and... to smell it. Nobody wants to touch it. I just want to see it. You ever see uh, Jackass, the movie? Of course. So I could see you being Wee Man as that fat woolly mammoth of a girl just jumps on the bed and lays on him and no, smothers I, him. I, no, no, no. See, that that's the thing. Again, it's like you're worse than a single issue voter. You're a retard. Like, I, I do not want to touch it. I do not want to smell it. There's no arousement here. It's I want I like watching things crash. I like watching things burn. I like watching just looking at it is all, all you need That's to do. All I need is just to just allow me to sit there. You stand ten feet away from me and just let me stare until all right. I'm good. That goes that go, I I want to see everybody naked. Everybody. I don't care who it is. You're fucking disgusting. I do not want to see that thing naked. You could probably, you could probably smell that thing from ten feet away. I wouldn't want to be in the same room as that thing. That thing is disgusting and trying to normalize. I want to see like her and her equivalent, like of a friend that fat together, naked. Rolling around in a in a kiddie pool of oil, just so I could just 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 for the entertainment of it. That to me, just seeing that, like when she was doing her TikTok, wearing her like an underwear, that was enough for me. Like you're so fat and disgusting and gross. My, the the biggest thrill for me would be watching her eat twenty four donuts naked. That would be the big thrill. For I'd me. like just, to, that, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That was impressed. Twenty four donuts, like two donuts. Like I, I have like two donuts, three donuts. I'm like, I can't fucking eat another goddamn donut. Twenty four donuts. Twenty four. Like what? How do you eat twenty four donuts in one sitting? You hey, can you walk in there looking as big as the fucking counter, and you're like, hello, can I get twenty two dozen donuts? Like no one, no one walked away from that situation thinking that you were getting two dozen donuts for like your work. Everybody left that situation was like, that bitch is about to eat those two dozen donuts in one sitting. And I don't know, understand why um, she didn't video herself eating all twenty four donuts because. Yeah, it didn't happen then. No, I'm sure it happened, but if she would have done that video alone, 
I mean, that alone would have been viral. That alone. Just she would have gotten a lot of clicks and views. And, From watching uh, her eat 24 donuts? Yeah, I'd watch the, that. And, and I'd watch sick, her eat 20, slam 24 donuts down her fucking fat gullet. You know what the sick thing is? That she could make a YouTube video of herself eating 48 donuts in one sitting, right? Fat and unhealthy, as fat and unhealthy as she is, just sitting there eating it with the microphone up by her mouth so you can hear the chewing noises and the fucking snorting of her fucking... Between and her fat shoes, flaps right? just... And that video would get monetized. Yep. And make her money in ad revenue because that's how fucked up American society is and YouTube is. But I'd watch it, though. That one I I'd would, watch. too. I would watch the shit out of it just because I love... I love... All right. I'm going to put this under a, a, a topic. Uh, I'm going to title it. I love Urban Decay. I love that the young people in this country are so fucked up and stupid. Not that I like it that, that I want to see more people do it, but the people that are currently doing it, just the it, it, it thrills me. What upsets me is that they're allowed to influence young people and that, again, yeah, the she's young, normalizing the, the, being fat. The young people that actually think that this is okay, it, it's... I'm cool, I, I, I'm cool I love, and fat. I'm fat and trendy. It's so cool to be fat, guys. It's so fucking cool. Like, I'm fucking, I'm a good 20 pounds overweight, and I'm, like, miserable. I'm like, oh, my God, I need to fucking do something about this. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what else is fucked up, and this is something that I, I had talked about the other day. Um, The whole, this story that went out, I think it went out on Monday or Sunday night. Because it, it's complete bullshit. But this is something else that our mainstream media is so fucked up with where they will say that 70% of the military is is obese. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. 70%. But it's bullshit because what they're doing is they're going by the old BMI charts that we know are complete bullshit. Like literally remember like they would say if you're a certain height and – you're physically, you're obviously not obese, but if on the chart, your height coincides with the weight you are. You're considered obese, and it's complete bullshit. Nonsense. Like those, B, those BMI charts are the one of the, the where they where they pinch where they pinch your no. skins with the fucking like thing. You just said you're 20 pounds overweight. You would if you go to the BMI chart, you would be considered obese. Oh, yeah. No, I have one of those scales that uh, yeah. you have an app that measures your BMI and all of that stuff. And on that scale, I'm considered obese. Yeah. So what they're doing now, you have everybody talking about this, right? In the sense of, look how bad our military is. You have you had conservatives, conservative right wing pundits talking about this on their social media and their fucking shows. Look how bad our military is. Seventy percent is overweight when they should be saying, no, this is a complete fucking lie because our active military is not set. You know what 70 percent of our military is that they would be fat and obese where they and now who's watching all of this? all of our adversaries all over the world and enemies all over the world thinking we're a bigger joke yep. because then they'll say, well, look, under the Biden administration, 70% of our military is, is over. It's a lie. It's a fucking lie 
that literally now you could turn around and say 70% of young people that could serve in the military but don't can't because they're fucking obese. That should be the story that American society now is so fucked up and normalizes being fat that people that are not in the military can't be in the military because they're fucking obese because they're eating 24 donuts in a sitting. Not that the current military is 70 percent, 70 percent of the military is obese. It's so to, fucking stupid. It is stupid. But to be to be fair, if we did have a draft, I wouldn't be uh, so excited. And this is actually really funny. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's why I hope we don't go to war. I hope we do not have to ever go to war. I think, first of all, we can all agree on this. We got the best military on planet Earth. United States, we got the best. Yeah. All there. Yeah. Yes. True. True. But listen, if we had to have a draft... With this group of 18 to 25 year olds, we got running around this country. Just a bunch of life coaches and bloggers. Will help. <laughs> I don't want to get my shoes dirty. <laughs> you ever been shot? No, I've been triggered. Okay. That it, listen, that. <laughs> It's scary, but it's true. That is this country was built. This country was built 18 to 25-year-old men fighting, protecting our freedom. Probably not like that. Uh. <laughs> Don't come into our country. Uh, my jeans are too skinny for that. <laughs> That's like, imagine if the Civil War happened today. If Civil War happened in 2000. Win, like, win the battle? We wouldn't even make it to the field. Oh. All right, men, tomorrow we march. What is that, ragweed out there? <laughs> Looks like a lot of pollen out on that field right now. Can we delay the battle till April? I am very sensitive. I did not bring my inhaler. Just in the bunker taking selfies. Hashtag Confederate Live. Use the Gettysburg filter. I haven't seen the other soldiers, but they've tweeted me some very hurtful things. That's exactly what we'd be dealing with. I have a solution. What's your show? Well, we have all these fighting age men that came into the country, right? They're they're everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So our government should make a deal with them. If the, if the draft comes, they should all be just scooped up and say, "Listen, here's the deal. You're gonna go." to military basic training you're going to be drafted you have a choice you can do it we're going to war you're going you're going you're going to fight for our country if you make it back alive you become a citizen we'll give you a green card we'll have a waiting for you and if you refuse to go we're going to put you on a c-130 and we're going to fucking have you jump out of a plane in a parachute over your country that you came from those are your choices it's either you leave now you're done or you go and you fight and not only fight, but you're going to be frontline infantry. And if you make it back, we will have a green card with your name on it. How does that sound? And send them all to whatever fucking disgusting war torn country they want to send them to 
send them all to the Middle East, have them doing fucking house-to-house searches in fucking Gaza looking for goat fuckers and hostages. Don't care. And then you make it back. That's actually, that's exactly what The Covenant's about, the movie we'll with get, Jake Gyllenhaal. You got to watch it, dude. We'll give, we'll, give, we'll give you a green card. You're in. You're in. You are a United. Thank you for coming back. We're not giving you a medal. And we're going to give you a green card. And uh, maybe we'll even give you the option to stay in the military or we're going to force well, you to stay in the military. That's exactly what the movie The Covenant's about. Uh, I love it. it. That, that's your it, deal. They would give incentives for these translators uh, to be frontline translators. Uh, and they were like, we'll give you you and your family a green card if you, you do the job. But just know the last translator got exploded by uh, a car. And this is his <laughs> fucking oh, like this is what happens to these people. Uh, and you you either take the job and and it was that that was, you know, the, the premise of why how they got these in, in, interpreters in Afghanistan. I would literally they cannot go to any special training. They they can't go special forces. They can't go into intelligence. They can't learn how to how to uh, be pilots on fighter jets. They're not there to fucking run around in tanks. They are infantry support. I, I if but uh, to to be fair to going. be fair to be fair if one of these guys were in, in in a unit that I was in I would not want them there. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be in a unit with them. That's that's you wouldn't be in a unit with okay. them. Okay. Well, as long as that's the case, because no. I wouldn't want them. I wouldn't want to share space with them because you can't. Uh, how can you trust them? You know, you can't, but you can't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody. No. The, their incentive is they want to be here so much. That's their incentive. You, you will, you will have a green card. Well, I don't know if they necessarily want to be there so much. Like we were saying at the top of the show, a lot of those people are here because they hate America and want to destroy us from within. Um, I don't, they're, but they're not all like that. No, but a large, amount, like lar- large, large amount of them are. They're being sent here, middle uh, fighting age males without their families. Uh, they're not coming here for. Um, you, but also, just like, listen, every fucking landscaper that I know, that they when all of these people come here and they're all working, what are they doing? They're working their asses off in from from fucking Salvador or some weird European country. Like I, I have a friend who's a a painter, right? Uh-huh. And he's not legal. He's from where the fuck is he from? I forget. He's not even Hispanic. He's European. I forget where the fuck he's from. His family's there. He came here illegally. He paints, he paints like a motherfucker, and he's a really good painter. And he just he sends all of his all of the money back to his wife. He's got like six kids. I had before I, my land my landscape, my last landscaper, who I I don't have grass. I, I literally have turf front and backyard, but I have hedges and I couldn't get in touch with him. I couldn't get in touch with him. Finally, I leave a message on, on his phone. I get a call from his cousin, and he says, oh, yeah, he went back home to El Salvador. I think it was El, Ecuador, El Salvador, and he got kidnapped, and they don't know where he is. He got kidnapped. Like, he, he's gone, and his family was there, and he was here working his ass off just sending money. Like, a lot of these in New York oh, City now. I, I worked with a lot of chefs that were doing that with Costa Rica. Yeah. They, they, they bought property, you know, coffee farms in Costa Rica, and they were, yeah. just, they were here to make money and go back. Um, he he's in the city. They're all uh, driving around in in their in their little illegal scooters, making three grand a month delivering food. You know, mm-hmm. it's listen. There are always going to be bad actors coming here, whether whatever they are, fighting age men, whatever you want to call it. There is a level of fear mongering to that. 
Because not every single one of them's here to just decide to pick up a no. gun and start killing Americans. No, and a, but a majority of them aren't. Majority of them are coming here to make money and send it back to their families, but unfortunately, then getting recruited into crime and shit like that. And it's you—you you have it on both fronts. The the fact of the matter is, they shouldn't be allowed to be here the way nope. they came. No, nope. and that was done more so to load this country up to start outpacing American births to somehow give them a pathway to citizenship if the Democrats keep in control so they can get them on the voting rolls. Yep, they wouldn't they wouldn't they wouldn't you know give amnesty for the dreamers when Trump was trying to build the wall. Yeah. Wonder why. But wonder fucking why. You know, I and I'll say this and whether you want to agree with me or not people and whether you want to get mad at me because again, it, it, it's a level of fear mongering, and who you know who's great at fear mongering? Um, popular conservatives are great at fear mongering for clicks mm-hmm. and views. I mean, let's mm-hmm. fucking face it. And if you don't think that, then you're a fucking moron. Okay, you're, you're not vetting any of them. M- none of them are vetted. But also, don't turn around and say that yes, there are so many people here coming without families. All right, but I'm. It really. It. it it's just. It's unintelligent for someone to sit there and think that every single one of them no, is here but, but, to be uh, to be deployed uh, as some sort it, of army to, to kill Americans. It's it's, it's naive it's naive to think that, but the reality is so many are coming through and they're able to recruit these like none of yeah, them, you don't a know lot of, a, a lot of these people aren't coming here on their own accord like a lot of people are recruited that i'm sure soros has people going out there like hey go to america for a better life we'll bust you up there we'll take you out of the, the bus cartels. yeah the cartels 100 we'll bust you out we'll take your picture take you out for the pictures and your fresh white shoes and your cell phones uh and then we'll put you back on the bus we'll get you up there mm-hmm. and then once you get across the border you gotta you gotta go to your your contact here's your band this that and the other uh, 100%. Uh, but the reality is there's so many people coming through and yes, the majority of them are not, they're not intentions are not to, uh, do harm to this country. They were sold a bill of goods. They were sold the American dream. Like, Hey, go to America to better your family's life. You can make money, send it back to your family, this, that, and the other. But because there are so many, even, even if it is 10% of the people that are coming through, Mm -hmm. Uh, that are bad actors that are coming through with the intention of doing harm, which I would be surprised if it's a little more than 10% uh, of those people. Uh, it's still a very large amount of people that are coming through that are that, are, that have intentions to do harm. Uh, and they're using those, those people that are trying to get through to better their life and better their family uh, to get those bad actors through. You have, um, you know, the big game is 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 drugs and trafficking and guns. That that's 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 the big game with the well, cartels the big game is and humans. using these people. The, that's what I mean. The guns, tra- human trafficking, gun trafficking, and, and drug they use trafficking. The, they use the drugs that, to get the humans. So we we have all of these people coming through. Yeah, one percent of them are, are too many, but you you can't. You're not vetting any of them. Nope. You have I don't know if they were from. I think they might have been Syrians, either Syria or. Um, maybe from Lebanon, I forget which country, where they were coming here. And their mannerisms, they by design, and these, these are bad actors, who are coming here from the Middle East, who are appearing Hispanic, mannerisms Hispanic, and they know the, the language down pat, who are saying they're Hispanic, but they're not. They're Middle Easterns coming here. Those are the people, yeah, most likely they're going to go settle somewhere and 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 
uh, settle in with their they already have uh, with and their they, with their radical Islamic now. contacts. Yeah, and 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 possibly most likely plan something. No but, question. You know, it's it's the, the fact of the matter it's by is by design. They're coming through, and they want them here. So they uh, their main goal is that they can all vote the way they want them to vote. But they're but that's not. I think they want them here to 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 get us into World War Three. I think they want us to an attack to happen, and I, I think, think it's going to. I think the main the main goal for them to come here again is to get them settled in voting and to to get them aside to get them asylum and to get them a pathway to citizenship to vote uh, in in every corrupt way possible. I don't think they anticipated uh, th- their their main reason being. Um, Oh, they're going to come here and do something and cause World War Three. I think that's by design that it, that that's inevitable, or, or it's possible that's going to happen. And there are actors that want that to happen and may recruit people to make sure that that happens again. So it's uh, well, the military-industrial complex gets. You know, this war is not just happening all willy-nilly. This is something that they've set up for a long time, and they've planned for Maybe. a while. I think. Again, there's, there's no there's no explanation as how the the, the largest defense system uh, didn't stop and it took them six hours to formulate a uh, a response when it takes forty five minutes by helicopter to get from nothing, order nothing to border. Nothing is impossible, but we can't sit here and pretend that we're experts on this. It's all one hundred percent. Anything is possible. They, the, 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 I, 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 but I can say that every single war that has started in the past has been proven to be a lie every single one of them so you can say uh, that so 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 with that fact pattern with that fact pattern uh i'm not going to believe what they're telling me uh, there's no there's, uh, what, what they're telling me is, 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 is bullshit is bullshit and 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 it's being manufactured to get us into this war because every single previous war it was manufactured events sure. that got us into these wars and it's the same thing here and uh those cycle, manu- those, those manufactured events were not things that just happened overnight these are things that they planned over a period of time just mm-hmm. like this one they planned it over a period of time so they've been letting these people in the border it's not just now that they're sending these fighting age males that are that are bad actors trying to do harm they've been doing it the entire time in preparation for what they're planning to come it's 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 the same playbook they do it over and over and over again so uh can i prove it 100 percent uh no i can't nothing can be proven but, 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 but 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 can i prove that they've done it multiple times before yes and with that fact i'm going to lean on that i'm going to lean towards that it's all fabricated they sure. did it on purpose they want this war to happen they want they 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 want they don't care about the innocent citizens on either side. They don't care about Americans. They only care mm-hmm. about power, control, and 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 what they're trying to accomplish. War is money, and money oh, is control, and money is power. That's just and, the way and, it is. And the, the American way- the American people are seeing it, and they're fed up. And I don't know if you saw. This is the last thing I want to cover, and then we can wrap up. Uh, Hill Dog did a speech recently, a little like roundtable sit down. And somebody in the crowd who looked like a very big liberal, like didn't look like a conservative male, uh, looked like a soy boy, went off on Hillary Clinton. So check this out. 
be, be struck by the hypocrisy I'm sorry. We've got of this. Two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have the, a chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, Sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. That's people, the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that Frank what, what do you have? Can you please? Frank Gisha is a leading make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech. This is a clearly warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, yes. this is not, what, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. That, if you want to have a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Right. You're going yeah, gonna, yeah. to gonna, gonna wait for me, right? I, please, I, I, don't, I do you, not believe you. Listen to you. Sure. I, I do you, not believe you. But Respectfully, right, I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, they because, are being because heard. our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're going to turn to people who are on the front stop. lines. I'm not going to stop working on behalf I'm of human you. rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But until, it's not, until it's I'm not free speech, speech when you are disrupting yes, everybody else. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is free speech. This is free speech. I love how they try to define free speech. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people. Constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You, the, the incredible hypocrisy. You, you know, maybe John Fossil Dulles went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man. John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, you're brilliant in your oh, historical yes. Yes, uh, thank cherry you. picking. The Pinochet, the Pinochet regime. Oh, please, listen. could you please inform me about the United States? Okay, involved we are in these going historical to, things? We're going to move on. Listen, to listen. Will you denounce Joe Biden? Joe Biden's human rights. Not will just you? yelling about it. Right so, Frank, I want to turn to you because. You are from Uganda. She just tries so hard to continue. Uganda's 2023 Anti-Homosexuality Act criminalizes LGBTI conduct in Uganda. The world war three. Oh, please. It's not about Israel and Palestine. It's not about, it's not football. This isn't football. It's not Team America. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, and, and that, that's Every person on this stage has risked their life, their income, their reputation, their careers, and what have you done other than stand up and I need you to, I need you to, I need you to, to record, yeah. and these you have women's to, records, to, and Frank's records against you any day of the year. I'll okay. respond. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And that's I've given my I've answer. I will that's not do I've that. Done. So that's the end of I, our conversation. Okay, but sure. I'll still meet you I outside. But you're done. Right now. Okay. You Frank, okay. Frank, Frank has been. She said she'll meet me outside. Okay. <laughs> I love how she just continues like, as this guy's speaking, just tries to continue with the event. Like this guy is not saying anything. She's got nothing to say. Like it's that guy did not kill himself, by the way.
No, the guy's got massive, massive penis energy, massive. And we need more people to show up to these events and speak out, not not be violent. He did it perfectly. I think he handled that situation brilliantly. Rest uh, in peace, buddy. Yeah, seriously. He did not. Rest kill. in peace. Uh, <laughs> kill dog is coming for that guy. Oh, no question. He's going to die in a car accident on the way he's home. Probably, the CIA is going to hack into his computer and he's going to crash on the way home. What do you mean? <laughs> But <laughs> that dude is hanging from a tree with two shun gun, gunshot wounds to the chest. Suicide. Yep, suicide. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he probably is gonna have a heart attack on the way home. Yeah. It, 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 but <laughs> the dude needs to leave the country. That's hilarious. But uh it, it's it's awesome to see those things. It makes me so excited to see Americans no longer afraid to stand up and speak out, even amongst the most evil, vile human beings in the world. Like, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I, I'd be a little uh, nervous if I was him. Like, I, I really would be like I, I, my anxiety would be through the fucking roof, like waiting for waiting. Like, I'd be sleeping with one eye open. I'd get the fuck out of the country like <laughs> that bitch kills people. It's a fact. Hildon you have a better chance of dying from Hillary Clinton than you do of COVID. <laughs> I want to see the official statistics on the probability of dying at the hands of Hillary Clinton than COVID. I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, someone posted it today. Well, I was on Twitter today. Someone was like, yeah, you have a higher probability of being killed by Hillary Clinton than you do by, by the China virus. But these days you have a better chance of getting killed by Hillary Clinton than you do like of AIDS. People don't die of AIDS anymore. No, because no. it was China virus 1.0. <laughs> That's what it was. It was China virus 1.0. And uh, now you have China virus 2.0. And both created by Anthony Fauci. It's fucking wild. But I think we're going to see more and more of this. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on. Most people don't want war. Most people don't want to send our sons and daughters into this war and fight in this war that has nothing to do with us. Uh, we have so many. It'd be, and again, it'd be maybe it'd be one thing if the United States was flush in the pockets and everything was running smoothly. You know, our gas prices were low, our economy's rocking, everybody's doing well, and the country's just great. And we're in a position that we can help other people. I still don't think we should be there, but maybe we can consider it. Okay, maybe yeah. we can talk, put it on the table as a talking point and, and discuss and weigh our options. Uh, but we have so many issues here. Uh, in the United States, there's so many things going on and so many people need help. And I posted a meme today. It was the fucking greatest meme ever. It was Ric Flair and Kurt Angle just wooing at each other. It was like <laughs> <laughs> Israel and Palestine going back and forth, uh, Israel and, and Ukraine going back and forth. Who's going to get the United States taxpayers dollars while the average American can't put food on their fucking table. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's true. Like we're so screwed, dude. There's so many Americans who are struggling. There's so much shit going on here. Like, like the middle class is collapsing before our eyes and we're like, yeah, let's just send a hundred billion dollars lump sum to all these countries. Here you go. Yeah, here we go. And and his, his statement is correct. Like Joe Biden went out there with a, a warmonger stance and Hey, denounce it. Hill dog. No, of course not. Cause you're a warmonger yourself. You want this war. She's a part of the machine. 
100%. And I love to see it, dude. I fucking love it. It makes me so happy to see this. Uh, we need more and more people speaking out against these tyrants, these evil fucks uh, that are that are trying to control us and kill our sons and daughters and destroy our republic any way possible because they will stop at nothing. And this is part of the will stop at nothing uh, is a World War III. Uh, you know, apparently, dude, did you hear the rumors that they tested tested nuke, nukes in Nevada? I heard that. Yeah. The but fuck are they, we doing? But did they? I heard from multiple people that that's what they were doing. Uh, I mean, they would obviously are not going to do it close to Vegas because we'd see that shit. But yeah, I mean. There's a lot of nothing out here. I'll tell you that. There's a lot of fucking nothing. Like when I was in sales and I was driving around selling to people, going to their yeah. houses, I'd be driving like outside of Vegas. You'd be driving for miles and there'd be literally nothing. Maybe you'd see a cow or two or a wild donkey or something. Right. Uh, but there'd be nothing. And all of a sudden you'd hit a stop sign out of nowhere and you'd go through the stop sign. And there's a full blown town. Then you get through the town and there's more miles of nothing. There's a lot of nothing. <sighs> you a never lot know. of nothing. Maybe. Got to test, make sure they work. It's fucking terrifying, dude. That's fucking terrifying. Because uh, that's exactly what they want. It's either going to happen or it's not. I just. I'm sending out the Donnie Bat signal at this point. Because that's the only thing that's going to stop it from happening. Like, 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 really think about it. Like, all of us sitting here, like, saying, oh, we need to get off our asses and do something. We need to stop this from happening. In this situation, there's literally nothing that we can do besides yeah, Donald Trump coming in and saying, hey, I'm going to negotiate here. I'm going to fucking figure this shit out. And I'm going to fucking get shit stopped. Yeah, uh, it's not, that's not happening. But, th- I, other, but other than that, we're going to World War Three. Like, really think about it. Other than that happening... Other than that happening, we're going to World War Three. I'm here for it. It's fucking wild. So uh, it's been fun. We'll be back on uh, Friday for Freedom Friday. We got uh, jam packed memes of the week. I've already sent Alan a ton of memes uh, for, for memes of the week. There's so many good ones, dude. I've sent you a ton. We're gonna you have. A, oh yeah, in the memes of the week chat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think I seen four or five already. Okay. Um, but there's some really good ones. Uh, so we got memes of the week. We got Jeremy Brown calling in at nine o'clock. Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. Tune into Alan's show bright and early, 8 a.m. Eastern, MAGA mornings. Tell him to get fucked for me. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early. Uh, so go check him out. Shout out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars. Go to mypagescigars.com. Use code WPRUSA. You get 25% off your order. The number one smokes in the market. People are loving them. I say if you follow them on Instagram, you'll see all the great reviews and rave reviews that they're getting from uh, very picky cigar smokers. Uh, uh, the Bearded Vet gave rave, review, rave reviews uh, to Patriot Cigars. They're, they're awesome smokes. Go to mypatriotcigars.com, code WPRUSA. Get 25% off. Can't forget our friends at Kush Creams. Go to kushcreams.com. Get the number one topical in the game. 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. This stuff is amazing. I literally use it every day. I, I, if I could bathe in it, I would. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA, 15% off. And the number one CBD on the planet. Go to Sirius. Get SiriusCBD.com. Get yours today. Really appreciate those guys. Me and Marley Dog take it every day. It's, it's made a huge difference for Marley. I know Marley's Marley's been fantastic. She's just a happy dog. She still struggles with her balance, but it really helps her out big time. Shout out to Sirius CBD. Alan, it's been fun. Yes. We'll be back fun, Friday. Uh, until next time, guys. Where we go one, we go all. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment 
with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows 
gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.